bored of my old skin. Let me just make one that's entirely red with a stupid face on it. And then, you know, that's still my skin now. And I love it. It's great. One thing I do want to say about it is this is also advice for any other event hosts. Never invite someone just to get someone else. According to him, he's never seen someone properly grind and fail. Every single person who's stuck to the grind has succeeded at some point. Sometimes it takes a couple months. Sometimes it takes three years. But if you just grind, eventually you'll get there. Alright lads, welcome back to Inside MC Mogul Mail, the part of podcast where I sit down with Wolfie. Hello. 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 Different type of intro today. Don't really know why I did it like that. That's not the usual, but that's what we're rocking with. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's me, Mogul Mail. Like, I mean, you kind of had to change it up, you know? Exactly. I'm with the Minecraft Mogul Mail guy. Like, I I had to. Wouldn't make sense not not to. (laughs) (laughs) We were having a great chat before the podcast. You've pretty much just woken up and you seem very, very awake. So it's going to make for for a great little talk here i mean yeah probably (laughs) i'm my my mind is like completely refreshed reset like i just woke up no thoughts in my brain so whatever you fire at me i will be not prepared but prepared as well there will be nothing blocking my thoughts nothing blocking your thoughts wow that means that means block was leaks lads make sure okay maybe not entire thing (laughs) and you'll get to know what's happening in in may on block wars specifically may there's something really cool happening right wolf in in may (laughs) um if i speak i'm in trouble star wars theme you get like yeah you get like star wars Star Wars players in Block Wars. Uh, yeah, let me just call up Darth Vader real quick. Call up Darth Vader. Yo, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, at this point, with the amount of people you like, the amount of variety you're getting into Block Wars, which we'll get into talking about anyways. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if at one point you got like an actor or something in. I mean, if if we got like the actor for Darth Vader in Block Wars, how many viewers would we pull? That's the question, right? Based on the answer, I, I might I might give it a shot. If it's like fifty thousand, we'll we'll look into it. Depends on the promotion they provide as well. Like, if they if they're, if they're not promoting Block and do you really want them in you know oh uh, yeah actually if they sponsor the event sponsored by star wars we'll make every game just uh, space themed that's fine that sounds good perfect <laughs> all right <laughs> there we go. anyways wolfie welcome to inside mc i i've mm-hmm. wanted uh you on the podcast for a little while it seems to be now that i'm getting a lot of people who i've wanted on the podcast for a while on which is really really cool so that's nice to see um i joined this community back in march you are a name that has been quite prominent in the community since i've been here uh through like you know block wars and through the Mogamoe channel and just how much you're clued up with on tournaments and the thoughts you have on tournaments. So, you know, we are going to be talking about you and everything, but yeah, a big talking point I feel like is going to be tournaments and kind of just like getting your views on certain things. So, and this mm-hmm. is certainly going to be an interesting podcast. However, oh, yeah. I always like to give the intro for you to promote yourself. Who are you? What do you do? A fun fact. I mean, I've already said you're a prominent figure, but you know, what, what exactly makes you that in your words, if you'd like? <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm Wolfie. I'm Dutch. I'm 21 years old uh my content i'm a content creator on youtube and sometimes on twitch uh mainly talking about events on my second channel and uh sometimes doing variety content on my main channel i have been in the content creator scene for i think since 2015 uh but since sometime in the middle there like i think 2017 2018 uh, i i changed my name to wolfie so you you won't find 2015 wolfie okay that that didn't didn't exist back then uh (laughs) but uh i've also been in the event scene ever since i would say oh that's actually a good one i think it's been probably four years because I, I started watching like minecraft monday then i think i got into minecraft saturday a little bit i was like in their public discord as just like a you know like a, a random person i guess for such say, a long yeah. time and then um at some point uh i i yeah joined mcc testing etc and the, the rest comes after that i mean that's a is a long story but, uh yeah no and and now i organize blog 
Block Wars, which has been great. It's been stressful, but it's been great. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. How long have you how long have you been organizing Block Wars for? Well, and like I said, we will get to, into talking about that. There are a few topics beforehand, but I am curious. I joined the Block Wars team, I think in December of 2022 or 2021. It might have been 2021. I think I just lied to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I, I, I joined yeah. after Block Wars Origins 10, which was known as All Stars, um, because the and I can't get into too much detail, but the original organizer stepped down or stepped away because they, you know, they they thought it was a time for someone else to take over. And I uh, offered to help because I was passionately making like four fun team predictions and stuff in the Discord already and talking about like, oh, this, like, I like this event and maybe this could be fun. Maybe this could be fun. And they, they said yes. And then, uh, yeah, I think that was after 2021. I could, I could look it up. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's been, it's been a wild ride for sure uh, but we'll get into that i guess as well uh oh boy yeah, yeah no, this is, we're gonna kind of be going back and forth a tiny little bit yeah here. i just because i'm i want to ask about blog posts, but i'm like actually i want to get like the not mediocre questions per se but like the general questions out of the way before we get because i think blog wars is going to be a long topic because it is like mm -hmm. something that you're clearly very passionate about something you're doing really really well with right now and it's quite a little bit inspirational i guess to see what what like you're mm -hmm. achieving so good yep. intro though good intro uh -huh. yeah i respect it the name wolfie you said you changed to it in 2015 uh you mentioned how we couldn't find wolfie before that which is understandable because it's a new name have you like revealed what your name was before you changed it to wolfie or is that part of the not being able to find you before 2015 i uh I, i'll be real i don't think i'm gonna uh, reveal what the name before was for a while <laughs> not because it's problematic but because it's very cringe uh okay. <laughs> also i will maybe i misspoke uh I changed my name to Wolfie, I think, in 2017. So for everyone who... If, if anyone wants to make a wiki page or whatever. 2017, right? Get your facts right. Oh, um, maybe I misheard you. Maybe, maybe I misheard you. <laughs> no, that's completely fine. <laughs> it's completely... No, 2015, I think, is when I started, which was oh, with my okay. original right, name yeah. that I will not reveal yet. But um, yeah, Wolfie, I changed in 2017 because my friend at the time uh, called Custom Name, who um, I had known since we were both really small uh, Minecraft YouTubers on Mineplex, and uh, someone who eventually flourished into someone who had like one of the largest community Discord servers ever told me, your name sucks, change it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. And then I was like, what do I do? He's like, use Wolfie. Here's an idea of Wolfie. I was like, that sounds pretty nice. I'll do it. And then, yeah, that's how I got my name. Oh, they just straight up said <laughs> to use this name. He said, okay, now you've just been rocking with it ever since. Yeah, he was, uh, he was just like, yeah, I think this sounds good. I was like, that looks, I mean, on paper, it looks nice. So I'll, I'll, I'll use it. <laughs> and then, because uh, the name was available on on minecraft as well uh and everything so uh yeah i, I i'd use that and uh i mean still sticking by it no plans of changing it ever so pretty good it's a, it's a, it's a good name and i said it's to a few people as well like uh, i've had a few people on the podcast who i said it to it's like wolfie is very much a tournament friendly name as in when you see someone get announced for a tournament you're not expecting to see like i know uh wolfie gamer 193 <laughs> like yeah. you know you see wolfie and it's i guess it's not because of tournaments per se but like i i saw i went or saw i guess kind of go by 
by insane orbits uh but my like cage name now is like on youtube is orbits on twitter it's now orbits with a microphone like even discord mm-hmm. is orbits i've kind of just rebranded straight down to that while still having the at insane orbits and it's like i feel like it's just more brand or like more brand friendly to have orbits rather than insane orbits and like wolfie is very much a if you see wolfie in a tournament it's a very much a tournament name does that make sense um yeah i mean i could i could definitely see that i think that might be potentially from uh just the fact that my name is so attached to tournaments in general but i, I could definitely see it though yeah it's, it mean? doesn't really give off like it, it, like if you see the name wolfie in like a minecraft tournament you wouldn't really think huh who is this what do they do roblox no it's it's like <laughs> uh, like the the eei type of thing very much yeah i mean it, it, it does give off like old minecraft vibes. yeah it's like okay. og minecraft username type of you know yeah, yeah. type of formatting uh I guess yeah it's like linking back to like wolfie game or whatever i said like the number <laughs> it's just it's not clean there we go wolfie is a clean name that's why yeah i, I mean like. clean names are just good in general i mean if you think of some of the larger uh creators who don't just use their their full name as their like um as their like uh online presence think of like a ludwig think of valkyrie think of even in the micro scene curryway feinberg they're all people who just have one name pretty much and it, it works obviously doesn't no having just one word as your name doesn't mean anything because you have like tommy in it who was like the biggest minecrafter ever pretty much almost um but then you also have like tabo and who's you know he's just tabo like it, it just having something short and and like recognizable that like kind of just glues you into someone's brain you know it could it could could be pretty good for anyone who's uh, considering uh, branding themselves for content creation I, I i would recommend going for a short name it's pretty pretty useful i mean longer names can also work like cpk tommy in it like so well like, longer ones yeah. can work but I, I get what you mean it's like even inside mc it used to be called inside minecraft but it's a lot more brand friendly now be called being called inside mc it's a lot mm-hmm. shorter as well so i mean cpk to me is still one word the way at least it's usually spelled i, I assume it's probably not intended to be one word but to oh, me oh sorry okay looks like one yeah. word Yes, yeah. I thought, <laughs> when you said like one word, I, I I was more thinking in my head like short ones, like Wolfie Corey. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you meant like a lot, like actual just short one words. <laughs> no, I, I was. I just mean like one, like one thing is your name where like it's not like I mean even having a name that's m- multiple parts. But if your name is like Will Gaming fifty four, then like nobody's gonna say Will Gaming fifty four. First of all, the entire thing Will Gaming word. already is a little bit large. But if you're just called Whale, it's like not unique enough. So like. Like, I don't know how how re- like memorable that will be. It's just as an example. So yeah. that's why I'm like, if the best username, in my opinion, is like a word that isn't like a one word that isn't a real word, but it looks like it could be a word, maybe like Feinberg, like Curryway. Yeah, good Wolfie. examples. Like like I mean, yeah, sure. Like Wolfie <laughs> and uh, or like Tabau, and you know, it, it it just needs to be like it needs to just you need to look at it and you're like that makes sense, and then yeah, that's that's to what to me at least seems like the the best username in my opinion even like uh outside of minecraft i mean like a masayoshi i don't know if masayoshi is an actual word it probably is or an actual thing but like i'm just looking at my uh <laughs> my my discord dms but <laughs> uh even that i mean it, you know it's it's one one word even though it's like you know it's pretty long to pronounce because it's similar to cpk i mean it has quite a, a decent amount of syllables in it um it just looks clean because it's one one word with one capital letter it just looks clean and i like that that's i I just like that a lot and i would recommend people doing that it's it's nice
Christ. <laughs> yeah, and I, I agree. Definitely look at like, I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't know why I'm saying I mean for. No, I sure agree. What was I about to say that? Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, what about the what about the skin? Because you know, you like kind of on the kind of same sense of not simplistic per se, but at the same time simplistic kind of names or like straight up names. Your skin is literally just red with a what would you even call that face? I've never actually really known what to call it. It's the wolfy face. It's recognizable. Because <laughs> there's other creators who, who have the same face as well. So yeah, they're copying me. That's why. Ah, oh, fair enough. So yeah, where did the wolfy face come from then? Um. So what I did, there's this is like a, a mix of multiple occurrences that aren't related but coincidentally are linked for whatever reason. So I used oh, to have yeah. a skin. Uh, or I, I, I technically I don't use it anymore, but I have part of my online presence is like some anime looking dude with red hair that I used to use for a long time. And I had my like uh, profile picture on YouTube, etc. was was like a 3D render of that dude with red hair, etc. And one day, uh, actually, before I get to that, I was also changing the face for like different things. So I had like Halloween, I had like Christmas, etc. So I had like a hat. And one time I had some like derpy looking thing, which is the face I'm using right now. On on that skin and i thought that looks funny so i kept using that because i was like that looks silly and then one day i was just like you know what I, this might be you know it didn't age well but i looked at dreams profile picture and i was like <laughs> hey it's simple you know and his skin and i'm like this is pretty simple i i like it i like simplicity and i was like let me try it so my first profile picture rendition was pretty much exactly dreams thing but with a square head and a red background and it just said wolfie i was like this is a little bit too much on the knows let me just like completely restart and just make a profile picture from scratch and the first attempt is what i have right now and i was like i like this i'm gonna use it and i'm gonna stick by it and so that was step one so i had this profile picture with my original skin and then i was like these two things are no longer really linked and i want to make i want to have consistent uh presence everywhere so then i was like let me just try to make my profile picture as a minecraft skin and then i did it and i had like only the head I was like, well, this would look stupid with anything but the entire body being red. So then I made the entire body red. And, and that's, we're still here now with, with that conclusion. So that's how it happened. It was just really like, I'm bored of my old skin. Let me just make one that's entirely red with a stupid face on it. And then, you know, that's still my skin now. And I love it. It's great. Is your, is this your full on branding and like full send branding forever, do you reckon? Uh, Within Minecraft, maybe. I mean, I, I don't really know if I would ever alter it. The only reason I would alter it is if like, uh, I go into variety content and things go really well and like I present myself with like my face and everything like uh, and stuff maybe that's when I would like change profile pictures from this to something else but I don't have any plans for that right now so um, probably we'll keep it like this also uh, I was told fun fact uh, that my skin is actually really good for thumbnails which is why I was in so many Skeppy thumbnails without ever having spoken to Skeppy in my life uh, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> yes uh, yeah, 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 I made a video about this I think uh, a couple months ago now um actually probably quite a little bit ago but uh, my friends uh called the lads at least pointed it out at some point because they they were all skeppy event players so they you know kind of pay attention to skeppy's like content and stuff um they were like uh so wolfie you are on thumbnails what what happened and i was like no nah, i'm not <laughs> you're lying they, they showed it to me i was like it makes absolutely no sense why am i on these thumbnails so after it happened like a couple of times uh, i was like i'm i'm just gonna make a video about this and just you know it's because it's 
it's funny and and i'll just mention it and see uh see what happens um so i made a video about it then skeppy responded and then skeppy's uh, i think editor or thumbnail maker uh just verb also responded and then messaged me on discord being like he sent me like a very ominous screenshot of like the behind the scenes of making the thumbnail and i was like what <laughs> and he told me you have a nice skin by the way i was like what <laughs> uh and then he explained to me like oh yeah your red skin is like really good it's like how like fruit is like the green uh, no i guess dream but nowadays more so fruit is like the green skin people use in thumbnails yeah um, I'm, I'm like the red equivalent i guess of that uh, which i mean hey i'll take it 13th of june 2023 so only seven months ago still really really recent actually mm-hmm. and yeah the skeppy is my biggest fan <laughs> 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 i see the comment on the video as well so it's quite cool that quite cool that skeppy saw that as well it's quite funny yeah good bit good bit of law good bit of wolfy law there so <laughs> uh what's your what's your kind of like what's your kind of story then wolfy like your kind of journey you know i mean over oh. i think over this i mean i know you've kind of been in a community for a really really long time with you know mcc and mcc testing and block was you know before the split you were there uh, so mm-hmm. much it's like but like how did you kind of come to be in this community because you've been around for a while and i feel like i i mean uh, i just from what i'm looking at 2023 seemed to have been your biggest year yet could be completely Possibly. wrong do correct me if i'm wrong but yeah maybe what, what is your story <laughs> so i guess uh, we'll talk yeah i'll talk about my story i guess in terms of mcc because you know, stuff before then is like uh i mean i've already mentioned it for the most part actually let me you know what i'll just start at the beginning uh okay, 2015 do, do you think is best. <laughs> 2015 stuff uh i was i was playing minecraft just for fun i mean i was in like uh, high school whatever just school i don't even remember the i don't know what it's called the whole ed- education system in the netherlands is way differently named either way i, I was like 14 <laughs> so uh yeah i was playing minecraft uh zoom mindplex uh content because uh i i always watched like captain sparkles dan tdm etc and <laughs> they inspired me um to start content at least dan tdm for the most part was like the person i loved watching when i was younger and i was like i want to do what he does um so very very early on i was doing modded content but um you know i was like a little kid so i didn't know what i was doing um and then i moved on to mindplex because that was the main server i was playing then uh yeah i i was very involved with the mindplex community they had like a a youtube rank called i don't remember exactly what it was called but it was like a purple yt rank it might have been just yt rank and then youtube was the full thing it was like a yt rank for people with 2000 plus subscribers and um that was my goal i was like i need that i need this youtube rank um so then i was making content uh and and throughout making content i made a lot of friends some of them like custom name who i already mentioned i i met through mindplex um and he ended up getting the yt rank and we like celebrated it together when he got it etc and then another old friend of mine who uh i can't remember the name of i'm completely sorry but he also ended up getting yt rank and we also celebrated it um and like that was all a fun journey etc and then i don't remember what happened but at some point i just stopped with (laughs) mindplex i was just like yep that's it and then moved on to hypixel uh obviously i mean it was the the next the first next step i guess the best next step um don't remember exactly what got me into hypixel but i was very prominently playing hypixel mainly playing like sky wars and like uh uhc i was a very big pvp andy and uh yeah so uh, yeah uhc i did for a little bit which went pretty decently okay i didn't really like get to meet super like a, a lot of people I, I i didn't like get any like super popular but i did get invited to things as like the small guy the, the small guy in town you know in the in the uhc season <laughs> and yeah. uh and and, and that was really fun it, it actually has did teach me a lot uh, that i still use right now at least in terms of like hoplite etc so that that's very fun either way 
uh, afterwards, I think around that time, 1.9 started becoming prominent, maybe? Might have been a bit earlier, but I was, yeah, I was doing an SMP with my friends um, in 1.9, and I realized, oh, this new combat's pretty interesting. I didn't, like, love it, but I was like, this is interesting. I'll try this out. And I started playing Cubecraft, and then from there on, time skip, probably, like, two years. We're in, like, 2019 now. Uh, <laughs> MCC became a thing. I was watching, like, SMP Live. I was paying attention to Minecraft Monday through Tech Now. Uh, I was watching, like, what else was there? Minecraft Ultimate sometimes, etc. Up until, like, lockdown and stuff, I didn't really do much. And then sometime during lockdown, when MCC had started recently, um, they opened up testing applications because I was watching Techno play a, a MCC with like the whole like, yeah, there was the not notable teams, MCC4, obviously, there was like uh, MCC8 was really cool. And I think before MCC8 happened, because the new testing wave was after MCC8, I became a tester. Now, I had never been in a group like that before, didn't know anyone. So I was just like full sending. I was like, you know what, frick it. I'm just going to apply, put my heart and soul into this because I had a bunch of experience experience applying for like a uh, helper and like a uh, trainee i think it was on mindplex and helper it was on hypixel applying for those things never got accepted i applied for those things um and that experience got me into mcc testing then mcc testing uh i was in there still like a small content creator so i was still like you know uh trying to make content and uh very early on the mcc there were like no rules in terms of making content out of tests aside from you can't make sense of time content and that's okay so i started making content on testing uh, footage. And I think that's probably like the first moment where most people nowadays maybe could have heard from me um, was when I started making MCC testing videos. I think my first one was when I teamed with Dong Fortnite, uh, C10WD, and a guy named LT uh, for my third test, I think it was. And we ended up winning and I turned that into a video. Yeah, that is like, oh boy, that's like three, that's at least three and a half years ago. Back before um, they banned testing videos, right? I did they ban oh, it or did yeah. they just stop you from being able to upload them? I can't remember, like, I can't remember what it was exactly. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> that that was a whole thing as well. Luckily, I was not at fault for that. I also won't reveal who was at fault, at fault for that, but yeah, a certain person ruined it for everyone. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, I, so I made that video. I was just testing around uh, a bunch, having fun. I'm trying to think that, that whole era is like slightly blurry to me because, I, I mean, I, in testing, I was doing well and, and stuff, you know, I, I was winning. I, I was I got first individual in my first ever MCC test, which the only other people who've done that is whoever was the first MCC tester and Kel Awesome. So, <laughs> hey, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, or I think there's probably another person, but whatever, right? There's only like max five people who've ever done that. But yeah, so I was just testing around, um, making content in the meantime. And then one day, I don't remember if this time, it's either I became an internal tester first or I made my I sound like Technoblade video first. One of the two happened probably around the same time either way upon drawing internal testing i mean i had already gr grown pretty close with the mcc testers and we were just like a really big friend group and like everyone was really chill and stuff um and within internal testing we were you know testing stuff out i, I was under nda so i cannot tell you what was being tested Wait, but, when you say uh, internal uh, testing like what like yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit confused sorry so internal testing would be like the the so the normal testing is just testing the tournament games right mm -hmm. so what's it what's in i i don't know i don't know if it's part of the nda if you 
physically can't actually tell me what internal testing is but what like what would that entail if you if you are able to somehow tell me <laughs> i can uh, i can yeah i can descriptively talk about that internal testing so mcc testing when i was a tester i'm sure things have changed since uh, the two types of tests that they would run for the mcc testers were full scale tests which is the full event where they they just run the all the games that they intend to ha have in the upcoming event um which you know nine or ten whatever at the time it was more than nine um and then the there was also focus tests um which would only be either one game or a couple of games where they don't need to test everything but they specifically wanted to test like parts of it and, and that was the main tester group now the internal tester group kind of it's kind of like uh like uh, pre-testing to the main test. Like it's the, the step before where things still need to be tested and uh, the Noxer at the time, I'm sure the same thing works. Now, they, they need like a couple of people to quickly you know test something real quick while they're working on it um, that they couldn't get the main testers for because, you know, internal testing was way more laid back it was kind of just a ping and show up type of thing. Whereas in MCC main testing, it's like a ping that tells you like in 24 hours, there will be a test sign up now. Um, so it's a, a little bit more like, it's kind of like, uh, like the, like the CIA, <laughs> like, uh, you know, the, the, the very in demand, uh, group of people to, to get, uh, very for testing, comparable. I guess. Yeah. CIA yeah, very, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like the, basically yeah. the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, the internal testers, some things to mention was when the, uh, uh, practice server was being made the internal testers were responsible for testing that stuff and oh. uh, the the ma main testers pretty much never touched that i think i mean maybe after i left they were added to that at some point but the practice server was just internal testers and uh, we used to hang around on uh, like a because we had like a separate copy of the practice server um because you know they didn't want the internal testers to play with the players which totally makes sense so yeah we had our own copy that's where we figured stuff out like uh let me think what what are things we figured out um, are you allowed to reveal this? Some things are. I mean, I could say one thing it, that's very unimportant. Uh, okay. There's barriers, obviously, in the map. And I, I was a sneaky little guy who in F3 would run around the walls and find where the barriers were missing. And then I'd go like, <laughs> screw, fix this! <laughs> and a barrier. Wait, was this to the practice server you're saying? Yes, yes. So you, you, were try you were finding if there were barriers missing in the practice <laughs> server. Yeah, I, I was really bored. It, honestly. I respect <laughs> I it. Was really, I was really bored. I, I had a fun time. I mean, that was funny so uh yeah no nah, that, that's the thing i mean internal testers for like i mean season two is an example i think season two was in what late may i think it started right or something like that um yeah may june-ish because it, it, i think it was may because june would have been pride unless they did it twice in june i don't know either way um i think in march or february i think it might have been march internal testing started where main testing started april so okay like again in internal testing uh i yeah i can't tell you exactly what we did but um you were the cia basically <laughs> yeah we we were the cia <laughs> obviously no but um we were focused testing some games it's very early stage so i got to see uh i mean in internal testing you just get to see a lot of the behind the scenes and it's very interesting it's very fun to see like things get built up from scratch uh, especially for something like mcc at such a high like level of quality uh, it's very inspiring and, and just very like impressive to see like what they're able to pull off and how things 
start. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that, yeah, that's pretty much internal testing. Does that explain it uh, yeah, enough? No, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, okay. no, I was just, I was just more so like, because I didn't realize there were so many different stages of testing. I thought internal testing would have just been done by like Nolkscrew, for example. I didn't realize you actually had like that. So it's just cool. It's cool to hear. Yeah, but thank you. That clears up mm-hmm. perfectly. Because uh, well, the Nolkscrew also tested sometimes. They would either join in on internal tests from time to time, or if it's like, if they only need like two people, they'll just cover it themselves. And and sometimes when we logged onto the internal or onto the server, fun fact, by the way, for a while, the internal testers were permanently whitelisted on the main MCC server. So uh, as much as we weren't allowed to, if we really wanted to, we could have just logged in during an event. Uh, <laughs> but we, we, are, we weren't allowed to. would have ended well. You know, we, <laughs> it, we, we were not allowed to, but it was possible. <laughs> Which is really funny. Wolfie could have been an MCC if you, if you really wanted to, basically. It would have been my first and for sure last appearance in MCC ever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the moment I log in, the doctor would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> log off right now. <laughs> how do you know you were like, how do you know that? How, how you, that you was always whitelisted? Uh, they told us. They were just oh, like, they just by the way, told you. Because oh, okay. internal testing was on the main MCC server. Testing in general is always on the main MCC server. So yeah, like we, they're, they're just like, we can't be asked to like whitelist you guys every single time. You're permanently whitelisted. Just don't be weird about it, okay? And then we're like, okay, good. Yep, sounds you, good. That's, that's like, that's kind of cool though that you can turn around and say that, that you were part of that because like MCC, uh-huh. one of the biggest or if not the biggest Minecraft tournament for a very long time, mm-hmm. you can turn around and be like, yeah, they, they trusted me a good amount. I mean, but... we were under NDA, which is like a contract technically. It's not a contract, but it's well, non-disclosure no, agreement. Yeah, if you break, if you yeah. break an NDA, you can get in a lot of trouble. So it is very much a yeah. contract. I had to, I had to give them my full name, address and yeah, sign anything. a document for three years. Yeah, the, I, I which by now has expired. By now, my NDA has expired, but I have too, too much respect for the Knoxford to still reveal what it was, even if I'm allowed to. Plus, what um, would be the point, anyways, of ruining your your reputation yeah. with the Knox crew by turning around and be like, yo, yeah, this this happened, this happened, this happened. You might as well just appreciate it in the moment and not leak it. Yeah, uh, I mean, here, I'll use a fake example as an example, so I don't think this is you know, true. But um, imagine if, like, in, hold up, if I was like, oh, yeah, you remember, uh, so three years ago, when they were making meltdown which by the way never uh, when i was in testing meltdown was never even a thing so this obviously isn't true but yeah. i was like meltdown used to be called uh uh pee pee game and it was actually <laughs> instead of blue theme it was actually yellow and it looked like pee pee and like if i if i said something like that it's like okay cool anyways don't, don't care like, yeah like it doesn't really reveal much like, like, okay thanks for letting us know that it was renamed appreciate yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i could be like oh yeah you know this this thing from like season two that like hey by the way i saw that really early on and it broke and it's like yeah no crap uh, you it's freaking broke it was like <laughs> it was in very alpha stage of testing of course it breaks like yeah there would be no point in me saying anything um so yeah i uh i, I will keep my mouth shut uh shout out Noxru. they do a great job and i respect you and i will not be looking anything uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least not on purpose and then you uh, left. maybe i'll accidentally slip up to go <laughs> maybe one day we'll see we'll cross that bridge when it comes uh hopefully though <laughs> not. Uh, and then uh, you left MCC testing, and once again, correct me if I'm wrong here. This is just this is actually 
actually kind of partially an assumption, but also I think I might be right. Uh, you left MCC testing when MCC Rising announced, so am I wrong? No, that's correct. Okay, so uh, uh, they gave you guys the option. Essentially, from what I know, and just I, I guess it, this is just me kind of showing that I have done my research, or I guess I just mm -hmm. know it. And right. once again, I could also just be wrong. Is uh, they announced MCC Rising 1, which I unintentionally predicted, by the way. I want to put that out there. I predicted both MCC Risings, which is pretty cool. Uh, the first one mm -hmm. unintentionally. I basically made a concept team for MCC and was like, oh, imagine if this team could apply for MCC one day. And then the next week they said, oh, by the way, we're doing MCC Rising. So that exact team that <laughs> I made the concept of, we all applied. Uh, but um, they turned around and they said, oh, if uh, you testers, you can apply for MCC, but you'll have to leave testing and either you can't join back for six months or you can't join back at all or one of the two, right? Um, so what happened was MCC... So actually, let me date this back to the first MCC quote-unquote Rising, which was MCC 10, um, where they had viewer teams. What about that? Yeah. At the time, we were told we can apply as well. Now in reality there was absolutely zero chance that the testers are getting in but we were allowed to apply but yeah so at the time we were just in testing we could apply etc blah, blah blah whatever uh didn't get in obviously no testers have gotten into mcc rising at least so that was a thing then the second or i guess mcc rising one like the official title uh happened and we got a message in the discord saying hey you guys are allowed to apply for mcc rising however there's a catch you have to leave testing now because they were test they were going to test the cycle for MCC Rising, so all the games and all the new stuff, etc., for the first MCC Rising. And they were like, okay, if you apply, you can actually get in, but you're not allowed to see everything that's being worked on, you know, internally. And that makes complete sense. They're like, if you want to apply, just shoot me a message and I'll temporarily remove you. And when we pick the teams, you will be invited back immediately with no like punishment or expenses, uh, whatever, right? You just, you just, you can just join back. And so that's nice. Though, uh, they gave that. Yeah. So me, Misty, uh, Shane, Annie, I think Amston, maybe as well and probably some others i, I know uh, keegan or gummy roms was uh, also someone who applied i'm pretty sure and probably some some others as well i just can't remember off the top of my head um we all left for i think it was like two weeks maybe during which you know they, they were doing the whole team process etc and uh, we obviously no testers end up getting in so we all joined back and then came the catch they were like so we've decided that um if you ever want to be in mcc leave right now and if you don't leave right now you will be permanently not able to be an mcc just because they're like we, we don't want testers in so then myself misty firebreathman animation and aimston all left because they're like we want to have a chance at at least if there's another rising we'd like to get in or you know if if we want to you know i mean in shane's case it paid off in misty's case it paid off get into mcc regularly uh, we want that to be possible and um yeah we all we all left um since then i think they've changed the the rules where i think it's no longer like uh per, like i think now it's like you have to be out of testing for a year before you have a chance of getting in but at the time it was permanent so it was a little bit more it was like a choice we had to make where i was like uh i think it's time for it to leave so yeah that was the thing and um yeah i i never joined testing back uh i did talk to a lot of the testers in the meantime i mean a lot of them are still my friends to this day and um uh, a few of them they, block was origins anyways a lot of, a lot of them are in block was okay, origins yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say a lot but I was like, <laughs> you said you still talk 
talked to some of them, so I was like, I shouldn't assume there's a lot. Well, I talked to some of them like on the daily, yeah, uh, yeah pretty right. much. Whereas in Origins, I mean, I don't speak to most of the Origins players really, um, just because I mean, I, I'm not going to talk to like hundreds of people every single day. Yeah, I, I talked to a lot of them, uh, especially early on. They were like, oh, yeah, man, uh, it sucks that you're gone. We miss you. And like, do you think you're going to join back? And I was he's like, nah, probably not. <laughs> and then nowadays, uh, they're like, oh, you remember when you left MCC? That really paid off, didn't it? And I was like, yep. <laughs> or MCC testing, I should say. They're like, that really paid off, didn't it? I was like, yep, pretty pretty much. Yep, no, <laughs> things mean, are looking pretty good. I mean, <laughs> it did, though, because if you think about it, it, on like a long like cycle of things, for instance, like I used to be a Bedrock content creator. I say this like nearly every single podcast, but you never know mm. who's listening. And this is what CPK said last week. You don't know who's listening to what podcast or stream or whatever. I left the Bedrock scene early 2023. I brought back the podcast in April. When I was a Bedrock content creator, I invited Noxite, Feinberg, Fruitberries, and a few other people. But I invited them three on the podcast or through Twitter, which I didn't get a response, which is understandable. I mean, it's Twitter. All three of them I had on the podcast this year since being a Java content creator. All because gotcha. I left Bedrock. You left the MCC testing scene, and now look at what you're doing with Block Wars. It may not be MCC, yeah, but then you got to think about it. Had you stayed in MCC testing longer? It's just an all, it's all a big, like, kind of uh, domino effect. Would you, have, mm-hmm. would you be where you are right now with Block Wars? Would Block Wars be where, be where it is with you or without you? You know, so I think it paid off. Yeah, it, it definitely did. Thinking of it now, I left MCC testing before I joined the Block Wars team because exactly Rising Rising One was what uh, August or September 2021. It was uh oh god, I think it was August. It was August, August, August. And uh, Block Wars, uh, the staff team for Block Wars, I joined like December 2021. So yeah, that was a couple months after. I have no idea if I would even have joined i mean i probably would have but i don't think i would have had the like content creation aspirations in in terms of block wars uh, to like lift the event up to a new height um so yeah we i don't know what would have happened uh if if i had never left <laughs> I, I genuinely have no idea i have never really thought about that i don't really yeah. tend to do what ifs but like it is is a kind of fun scenario to think of like that yeah mm-hmm. it didn't pay off because you didn't get into mcc rising or you didn't get into mcc and who knows maybe you will one day like that's not ruling you out completely but with what you're doing with block wars it it, it paid off yeah so. i'm sure we're gonna get to talking about getting into fcc maybe at some point but that'll be uh <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of uh stuff about that <laughs> why don't we do it now while we're on the mcc topic hey, hey we can we can yeah let's just do it we're on the mcc topic we might as well keep talking about it getting into oh god getting into mcc is so difficult even knowing scott like being friends with scott it's still really hard because you can't really fault him for it uh, yeah. the roster for mcc is just really complicated to work with in terms of adding new people because it's so like well connected and well integrated the way i talk about it with my friends is mcc to me feels like a friend event where it's scott's friends who coincidentally happen to all be content creators it doesn't feel like a content creator event to me which is completely fine that's good actually because it it makes it feel more natural um but that does make adding people really difficult and that's why i don't really blame scott uh, at all for like not mass inviting a bunch of new people to the roster but i would like him to add a a few more Uh, (laughs) and it doesn't even have to be me i would completely understand if i don't get a chance to play and i I mean like i considering i have blockers and everything i'd be completely satisfied with with not getting a chance to play mcc for now there's some people i mean that i think would would make for very interesting additions who would actually uh, help uh, make the mcc roster feel a bit more fresh and unique i mean stay um, who's the, the mcc roster is stale and i'll happily say that and that's not yeah. not entirely a bad thing yes it's bad in a sense of like i mean i did the math so i used to for like a period of time during the summer before i start my new job i did like an mcc fantasy league and mm. uh, i did the maths and i think in the span of four seasons uh, there was a total of like i don't know like i think seven new players and it's just like and that's that's that that's only in four seasons that's this includes 
including the other like six seasons. Four events, you mean? That. Sorry, four events, four events. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was uh, gonna say my, four my seasons. Event. There's not only been four. <laughs> there was like there was sixty-six players that were possible, hundred and sixty or something like that. And it's just like that's what like of space for a hundred new players in a span of four four tournaments. And it's just like, uh, but I mean, yeah. it's also not a bad thing in the sense of what you're saying. It's a friend tournament. Like at least we know everyone's well connected and well bonded. There's not that like worry of you know making it. So like, I mean, with other tournaments, it can be hard to kind of balance teams or because a lot of people might not want to team with certain people whereas in the MCC because they're like the majority friends they're not too bad like teaming with each other kind of thing yeah it, it makes team making really easy um but uh I mean it's a it's a positive and a negative of course the positive being what we just talked about because pretty much everyone is pretty well connected you have a lot of freedom in terms of who you can put with but also as the the, the downside of that is you get a lot of the same people being in and a lot of the same people being put together where after how many events now like 40 of them pretty much 40 maybe even almost 50 mccs at this point um you just see a lot of duplicates and uh, at this point yeah it's getting a bit stale you know i i hope they can they can figure something out because it's not just sky i mean the the event itself also definitely would benefit from like a little extra push of new content that doesn't even have to be a new game but, um new ideas yeah i mean yeah i i really hope that if they make a new game it is like a brand new game uh, rather than like a build mart to rework or whatever that would still be cool but like i think they mcc needs something brand new it's been a little bit too long since we've had something like really new aside from the non-cannons because the non-cannons they've hosted in 2023 were absolutely fantastic but the the main event is just falling behind a little bit in my opinion there's also the, the yeah the player side that my main thing i think that i noticed in season three for mcc with the player side is that the non-canons gameplay wise were very unique but the thing is usually what i look for in a non-canon in my personal opinion is like uh, different players and a lot of the players in the non-canons felt similar to the regular events obviously instead of like a twitch rivals there was not really much they could do about that because it wouldn't make sense to add like newcomers for that uh or even for party would have been way too confusing potentially to add newcomers to that or or get like a ludwig in there like but, scuffed um, and like yeah. even pride like. yeah like i'm sure that there's a very good reason why the rosters didn't feel that unique but that that was yeah the main thing to me is like the, something like underdogs which i'll get into when we talk about blockers as well mcc underdogs to me is one of the best like uh things mcc has done and it shows that like despite having something like a twitch rivals which also is one of the best things i've ever done but something like underdogs so simple it's just the same event with almost entirely different people it's so interesting like that's why i mean once we get into block wars something like rookies i think is such a fantastic concept as well yeah um and and yeah like the the player base is really important and um as much as you know doctor put in the effort scott also or rather i mean i, I don't know if it's just scott i assume it's just scott who does player management but scott needs to also maybe bring like an extra handful of people in uh whether that's new people or like returning people or non-canon players into the mix uh for mcc to try to freshen things up a little bit um i think that would be very good so they've had their non-canon so at least let them play a few main events or you know it's been enough time now before it's since the non-canon yeah i mean it's also really hard because the event's getting so much more competitive in terms of like skill level uh and even competition i mean you have people like purple to who do streams where they like have a document that where they figure out like the entire parker warrior scoring which hey fine by me if 
if they want to do that. <laughs> but something like that might scare away someone like uh, like a Saikuno from playing a main event or or like Ludwig playing again, which I'm sure he would be down. But like it's just an example where like the event is so much more competitive now that bringing like variety people at like a lower skill level in is is tough unless you can make them a fantastically fun team. You know, if you get Ludwig, give him Fruitberry back, give him whatever a, another crazy good player and Connor eats pants. I'm sure he'd love it no matter what placement they get. That is like obviously a very specific example where integrating someone like that might be possible. I think it's just really hard, honestly. So yeah, that yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to say like so. I'm, I'm you're probably pretty pretty aware of this. I was doing all the announcements. I have as of last season of uh, last tournament, sorry, of MC Mayhem become the player manager, and mm-hmm. I will say it's very hard. I've had like a decent amount of people reach out, and you know it's it's hard because you don't really want to like you don't want to say yes to someone or like say possibly to someone and get their hopes up but then you also don't want to say direct no to them because you because they could like maybe fit into the event in the future kind of thing uh, and it's like you know I've, i think i've got i think I've, i'm dealing with it pretty well but it's also based on invites like right now we're thinking on more people to invite and it's about who do you invite when do you invite them you know how do they fit all that kind of stuff and yeah it can it, player management can be really really hard especially just because you know it's it's the turning away aspect is i don't know i feel i i feel bad turning people away like when i know their friends are in the tournament but it's i can't just invite everyone otherwise we're just in a bit of a bad situation then you know mm-hmm. player management to me has always been very odd um especially when you are like a relatively sizable content creator like myself or, or scott who's obviously way bigger not only are you like just like these people aren't your just your connections some of them are your friends and when you have to tell your friends like sorry you're gonna have to sit out this event or sorry uh, you can't get we can't get this friend of yours in or whatever like these things it makes it really difficult because i've already had it in the past where some players um have been benched you know multiple events in a row and they reach out to me and they're like hey just wanted to say like i'm a little bit bummed that i don't get to play is there like a reason and the reason really usually just boils down to within the brackets of players that you're dealing with there's just other people who make sense to be in more um mainly an issue here is the top player ranks in block wars we have like i would say like 20 people who are maybe 25 people who are capable of like top 10 and only like 10 of them get in every single time obviously not every one of them sign up but like it leads to a lot of people getting benched on a pretty frequent basis and there isn't really anything we can do about that because yeah i mean with stuff like parcel i mean it's it's like how i see it right and it's kind of a mentality and it's not i'm gonna word this and like to make it not sound negative because it's not meant to sound negative is what i'm trying to get it's like Mm -hmm. there's like there's lots of minecraft tournaments and i i get i guess a good thing with minecraft mayhem is there's a lot of people who are in mayhem who are also in like block wars origins or in pandora's box or minecraft mania and like you know just a, a bunch of different tournaments for example so how i see it is like there's there's like a few people for instance who got benched last season and you know i was just down to team making and stuff it was our first time team making uh, and i don't really do too much of the team making that's mainly down to jack ajax and personified but i do have my say on like one or two players for instance like Turbo biggie was someone who i got in because i invited them go bed or creator and it's like mm. you know it's i feel sometimes kind of bad like benching someone but then i guess also a part of my i guess comfort is like there are other tournaments that these people are in so like say they get like benched from like mayhem this season there's there's still that possibility 
did a player like Broncos Origin. So there's still that possibility. And it's like, it makes you feel less bad because it's, you know, you can't everyone in every single tournament. That's just how it works. You can't. And if and if you go into a tournament thinking you're going to play every, I'm not saying anyone is. I'm not saying it. Like, someone's reached out to me saying they had a problem. I just, I'm just assuming that like some people are sad. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, if you go into every single tournament assuming that you're going to be playing in that tournament nonstop and stuff, it's just, it, it shouldn't be a mentality kind of thing. You need to yeah. kind of, you need to go into tournaments and like hope to play, but not expect it as like, like as if it's your right kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, that leads into like, I guess, entitlement to an extent, which that that's such a complicated thing with minecraft event hosting it's it's one of the biggest like problems i think that we deal with uh in terms of like internal sides of uh, events not just block wars but i also noticed this uh, from talking to people in like pandora's box and also in origins because there's just so many people who feel like they should be a regular in these events upon you know the rosters expanding in like block wars and pb or upon like you know uh benching being much more regularly cycled in origins people get benched a bit more often and um it kind of it's just like really unfortunate you know like they they expect to get in like you said um and uh they they don't and then they're they're surprised uh (laughs) and in some people's case some people handle it better than others i obviously won't be naming names but um i have previously uh had deal with people who were you know just mentioned like hey i got benched can you can you like see if there's a possibility that i can get in a much more friendly way and i've also been messaged before in a much more i guess emotionally charged way not where they're like yelling or at me or angry but you could very much tell that they are genuinely upset yeah like the people are genuinely upset and um it sucks because you know they're my friends and i just have to be realistic to them um which is one thing i have stood by uh in in blockers at least in main blockers is uh i'd rather tell you honestly that you can't get in or you're benched because of this than make it mysterious and you have to find out what it actually is or you have to guess and you're left wondering because i wouldn't want someone to do that to me so i'm not going to do that to you this type of situation so like uh for example someone like uh i can't okay i, was, I won't say a dark, a dark name but a, a top player in block wars said like oh uh I, I got benched why did i get benched i i thought like you know i'm I already missed an event so, like can i apply and i was just being real to him i was just like sorry man like the other top players just have higher priority and you know we have to prioritize viewership a little bit as well and and the combination of that just made it really difficult to fit you in. And, you know, because I was being realistic, you know, he, he, he responded being like, I understand that. Thank you for being honest. And I was like, yeah, that, I, that's what I do. So, <laughs> yeah, like it, it is really complicated. And yeah, I mean, God, I lost my train of thought, but like, <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, right. And I guess just my take on it is it's, it's nothing personal. I'm going to say it mm-hmm. and I'm going to say on the podcast. I mean, we talked about it beforehand is I reached out to you when I first joined this community in March, saying your DM on Twitter trying to join Block Wars, right? Obviously mm-hmm. at the time I was new to the community i didn't know what block was was i just saw all oh, minecraft tournament could be fun to play in could be nice to reach out to people i wanted in hey i'm not in block wars in case that wasn't ov- obvious already i i will say i mean i think it's pretty obvious that i'd like to play it i wouldn't have reached out otherwise and this isn't me trying to hint anything so don't play i i do want to take it that way anyways i don't think but like you know I, i'm not I, it's not like it's not personal that you said no or that you didn't invite me to block wars because if you didn't like me you wouldn't be sitting down talking to me right now for as long as you're talking to me or possibly going to talk to me but it's mm-hmm. not personal it's just how it's just how it kind of works it's like with smps right like you know I, I know lots of people have lots of friends who love smps but you can't invite all of your friends you can't invite everyone and it, it's sad but it's 
kind of just how content creation goes it's kind of just part of the parcel it's kind of like you have to kind of do not do but it's just it's just something i mean i guess it's growing with the times to an extent as well right like mm-hmm. you know you how you said you kind of prioritize viewership sometimes which is completely understandable you want block to get a lot of traction i'd like that can be taken in like a motivation sense as well of oh crap let me work my ass off get to that and then maybe maybe one day i might kind of fit in or did you get what i mean by that mm-hmm. so, I understand that, yeah. it's just it's just at the end of the day it's nothing personal you not inviting someone or not putting into into an event doesn't mean you hate them doesn't mean you don't like them it's just it's a bit hard when you know like i'm okay if i if i can ask this and if it's not a leak how many people Mm. in the block wars roster let me check that for you real quick uh there's there's a lot of people on the server uh let's see uh i think i give or take uh, it doesn't have to be the exact origins i'll start with origins has uh as as of right now 90 plus over 90 people then block wars has over 90 plus people with the main player role as well and 40 plus people with our like guest role which our guest role is just for people who uh, we would like message if they want to play but they never like sign up through a ping so the way i see it is like why would i ping them if i know that they're never going to sign up through a ping so i'll just like if we want them i will message them and uh yeah main event that would combine to about uh, 130 plus people and you have 40 spaces in the event yes (laughs) and a lot of people you are going to put in more than others because they just fit the theme more yeah. you can't you know like and that, I guess that's back to it like you know they wouldn't be in the block wars roster if you didn't want them there they just don't like I guess fit as well or merge as well as some of the mm. other players for example yeah and I mean yeah them. no for, I mean for sure I don't <laughs> dislike a single person in the block wars roster yeah but um, it's just yeah it's just complicated and also to be fair as much as there are 130 people in the block wars discord for players the, the like the group of people who like continuously sign up like max like 60 uh maybe 50 we we don't get 60 or 50 signups every single time um but around that range is usually the max um and yeah. uh sh- some people just decide hey i'm gonna just play this one and they sign up like once every five like events some people sign up every single time some people never sign up and we just invite them manually and then they're like i'd like to play more but i will forget to sign up so just message me every single time there's a couple people who fall under that okay. um uh, so yeah like yeah it's just uh i don't know the, the, the 130 thing is is you know, it's just the people that are in the server it doesn't really mean that much necessarily it also includes some newcomers obviously i won't say who but there's some people who's, who've been in the discord for a long time and have never played yet um <laughs> so eventually we'll we'll try to get to those people but yeah and i mean even if you look at like mcc i think mcc's total amount of players is like over 200 if you include rising so I, realistically it's probably like 150 i think maybe or maybe a little bit less or more there's a lot of people who've played in mcc in the past uh and i mean from what we've already said in in terms of the recurring players probably also like roughly 60 people who cycle in and out uh for main mcc and, and stuff so like you know uh i don't know I don't, I don't think the the big roster is really that big of a deal it's nice to have options and in, in terms of block wars we are a little bit more keen to reach out to people if they want to play just randomly pretty much um, whereas I, I think in mcc scott doesn't really ever ask people to sign up aside from like etho once and maybe like mumbo or like to play rather um, uh, maybe, maybe there are cases where he has messaged people. I mean, I assume for like some of the pride events, he, he might have messaged like a, a Ludwig or a Valkyrie. Ray. I, I don't think he does that for regular MCCs really ever, which I'm honestly very curious if Scott did that, which I would very heavily recommend it. If he, if Scott sees this, I heavily recommend that you would reach out to people if they want to play, because you would be surprised at how many people love playing, but never sign up. It would, it would make the roster potentially pretty interesting. Honestly, I think it could make for a, a fun little variety uh, without him 
uh, like introducing that many newcomers uh you know in the next couple of events can make a, a very fun varied roster with that yes i know we've kind of transitioned into tournament block wars unless you had anything else to say about <laughs> mcc i know we, we, we were side by tournament mcc then we just naturally kind of merged into block wars but did you have anything else to say i said should we kind of just full send on, on this uh, topic now? honestly i don't think so i mean there's not really much i can say about mcc that i've already said before where it's like you know i i like mcc i really appreciate this uh the Noxru and scott what they do um obviously there's some things i think that they should experiment with like newcomers like new content etc but overall i mean what they do is really good and and i love what they make i really hope that the event will you know hold on strong for a long uh, while still but i am in reality a little bit worried that season four could potentially be either the last one or very close to the last one i just hope it's not but i there's a chance and i hope that's not i hope i'm wrong like i hope i really hope i'm wrong but from speaking to certain people it, yeah i i am a little bit worried so we'll see that's about it for mcc i know yeah. cliffhanger but <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> with with brock Wilson, big question mm-hmm. big big question and it's kind of a general one that i mean there's not really a set answer i imagine but how do you go about choosing who you invite to block wars that is uh, such an interesting question because there's no concrete answer to that so what we do for the most part uh, with newcomers uh, as opposed or contrary i guess to mcc probably half of the newcomers that we add are people that we invite when they've never asked to join before just because we think it'd be cool and if i look at the the uh, current blockers roster let me pull that up real quick uh, these teams have been revealed poke poke was very very early on uh you know, we message him if he'd like to join uh so he, i mean he's playing now but like he was someone who never asked to join blockers who we just invited him handsome fella was someone uh i met semi recently expressed interest in joining and then you know we, we brought him in fruit we messaged he said on stream that he was interested but never messaged us so i i just reached out to him and, and then he got in and super tf oh. super tf probably doesn't even play minecraft really anymore i just messaged sleepy if he'd want to bring super along as like a fun little team thing and then he's in now so uh like pretty much every newcomer this event is someone we asked i think to play um i think i mean if i look at like where's i think block wars 8 was one where it was mostly people who asked to join i think um yeah i mean block wars 8 was like parasite asked to join i'm pretty sure milkberry asked to join if i remember correctly false was uh, showed interest before i invited her martin was a substitute and force of it was a substitute but i think force of it had already expressed interest as well in the past so yeah it's kind of just a variety like we don't really have i don't know we, we don't like asking to join means that you'll get put on like a list not a wait list where it's like a cycle of people getting invited but a list of we keep track of who's asked and we'll look at this from time to time and be like we put this person in do we want to put this person in etc alongside like who do we know and who's in the roster right now and who would be cool to like add and and put with these people like it's it's a combination of both and the way we uh, handle team making nowadays for the most part is if we have a newcomer in mind we would make the team based on signups first pretty much and then build the last slot with that newcomer uh, instead of inviting them right away and then figuring out a team uh. which we do that sometimes like fruit we just kind of invited because we were like we know for a fact fruit will be possible to fit in pretty much guaranteed there's like there's not really any problems with fruit so he'll be fine uh but in terms of like uh i mean i, I can't really name names but like there's like some variety of creators who yeah, obviously aren't familiar yourself. if you instead of saying names just sub yourself as a name in just to make it easier sure just, sure sure yeah if i as a variety <laughs> creator i guess join blockers and i don't know anyone or 
or only know a couple of people, you know, we as team makers would rely on those people that they are familiar with to first be down to play before we can reach out to them type of situation. And that is one very big thing we uh, did for rookies where um, we had to, rookies isn't a sign up form that we sign, send out when people apply. Rookies is 100% just us messaging, messaging people where oh. we have to kind of build up that like roster. And uh, fun fact, I've already said this on stream, the event after Blockwars 10 is rookies and i've already started uh, getting people for that i don't know when this is when this podcast goes up but next friday next friday okay then by the time this video is up like a week and a half ago we started getting people i think uh probably next friday would be the uh, so we're recording on the 15th the... this podcast is coming out on the 26th of january oh 26th okay then it would have been the day oh god is that the day before block wars it is right no when's block wars, block wars to, the, 27th? Uh, the 22nd is a uh, 23rd is a friday because it's on the 24th no not no it's no. not 28th 20th it's on the 20th <laughs> it's okay so it's this week block wars is this week okay this yes is coming out five days six six days after block wars there we go okay but so yeah so 26th okay so i so we started messaging people uh two and a half weeks ago from when this video goes up okay. roughly but not like message every person we want to get because some people that we plan to have in rookies are playing in block wars 10 and we are not going to ask them to play before block wars 10 has ended i don't even remember what i was talking about but we message people sometimes <laughs> i mean that's the same with same with like mayhem i guess uh I, as soon as i started up as a player manager i did like a bit of an invite wave and i mean i mean let me go <laughs> let me go through the go through the join logs here one second uh for instance oh. like uh so uh turbo piggy had expressed zero interest i invited them Rodiable, i think had expressed interest in the past invited them space Brown news was originally in the roster invited them uh ghosty through hadn't expressed interest invited them not justin hadn't expressed invite and so i hadn't expressed interest but invite them emily just i invited but then like, there's a few more people who uh who were like planning to hopefully invite who haven't expressed interest but we want to invite anyways because it's just like i guess it's the same with like the player checklist format right and this is how mm. i see it is there's, there's sometimes names that when you're applying to an event you don't think to put them in them in don't team or do team right hmm and it's the, kind of the same with like players it, they, they like you sometimes won't cross their mind to send a dm going oh i'd like to play in this tournament but when you invite them they'll be like oh i'd like to play in this tournament kind of thing you know yeah it's it's a thing where at least in block wars because our roster is expanding so like i guess it's pretty quick uh but it's more it's more expanding instead of expanding in size it's expanding in variety very quickly yeah um that's just leaving or it's opening up way more options for who we could bring in and with that it's just a such a nice quality to have with our roster um we can pretty much just reach out to like not any creator but like a, a good amount of creators that we at least have contact with and come up with a full team that would suit them perfectly and that's the way we would introduce them to the event um that's the main thing with rookies which is i remember what my train of thought was we have to obviously build the the roster for rookies like i said you know we manually invite a few people first then we get a few people based on those people being in then we get a few people more it's like a snowball effect rather i, I would say but uh without naming examples there's some people that we plan to invite who I think we would never be able to get just from being like, you want to play with nothing attached? Like, yeah, if they, if we just told them, are you interested? But if we told them, do you want to play? Here's the team we have in mind for you. And it's like four of their friends and like, this would be like great content. The chances that they say yes are way, way higher. And for, I mean, as of now, it's it's worked decently well. So uh, yeah, 
for any other event hosts, if if you want to get like a like a big name in or like a you know a person, if there's a person you really like, to get them in, you have a way to get to them at least. Try to make a team for them first without telling the other players because if they just signed up, you know they don't have to know. Um, yeah. Try to make a come up with a team first and then bring them in. If I can think of an example, I mean, if like uh, oh boy, is there an example I can think of? <laughs> if if mayhem wants like, <laughs> I can I, mean, I can think of like a person probably. Yeah. If mayhem wants like, let's, let's use Tabo, right? Let's say so you want Tabo. Uh, you give him a team of like. God, I don't even know who's in the Mayhem roster. Like Shane, uh, <laughs> uh, Callum is Callum in the roster? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Shane Callum, and then Toby, and then like probably a lower placing player. Uh, if they're uh, uh, that could work, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's it would have to. You'd want it to be someone Toby's very familiar with, for, sure, preferably. Yeah. Um, it's just an interesting example. But let's say you you come up with a, a group of three people. I think Ant Frost is a way better example. So say Ant Frost, CPK, and like uh, whatever, right? Someone else. You have this trio. Of of already existing players uh, in the roster, and you're like, oh, this this team really needs like a like a mid player. Oh, I I love Tubbo. I want to invite Tubbo. Right? <laughs> that's your that's your thought process right now. Yeah. So right, uh, and, and then you have this this team, and you have a way to reach the, out to Tubbo. You're like, hey, Tubbo, we have a Minecraft event on this day. This is a team. Would you like to be on it? Chances are he'll say yes. Like that th- that's just the reality. Like if you have something made for them, it's just like way easier for them to say yes it, same would apply to me i mean if, if any other event uh, is around and they'd like me to play chances are just as a solo invite i wouldn't really be interested if you tell me you could be with shane you could be with whatever you could be with this other person and it's like all my friends i'd be like yeah of course i'll play like that sounds great it doesn't even matter what event it, is. it could literally be a, a, an event where you press a command block and it starts working as long as i have a really fun team i don't care like you know that's that's kind of to put it into perspective same we, we use the same for blockers i mean mcc probably has done that in the past maybe i don't i don't know if they do that anymore but yeah sometimes you have to you know you gotta you gotta build up your your teams before you get your newcomers and it, it allows for a lot more options to be possible i mean some some of the people we got in block wars over the past few months um would never have been able to join had we not built things for them um so yeah fair enough is that uh does that kind of apply to the podcast partially as well i guess part of the reason uh, you all went into come on the podcast was because those familiar names had already come on yeah i would i would say so yeah i mean the the time you reached out recently was the first time i really like noticed the invite and obviously i looked into it a little bit and i had seen like clips before of like stefan being on and like it was like fruits was also on i was like oh yeah i know these people and then i looked into it a bit more i was like oh I, there's a, a a couple of you know familiar faces in there and i saw some of the topics you talk about i mean i assume it's stefan i didn't see the entire episode but like i assume you'd probably mention mcc for a significant part of it uh, <laughs> i mean the, 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 the podcast was literally about four years of mcc so it would have been really bad if we didn't <laughs> <laughs> so like obviously there's uh, event talks about it and i was like yeah i mean i might as well take up uh, up the opportunity to you know talk about something i'm very passionate about um so yeah i mean i shot my shots in your shot my shot in your comment section which was like which is really <laughs> risky i don't normally tend to do stuff like that but yours um basically i watched like your videos but i hadn't been watched i hadn't got around to watching this one yet i get a dm oh you're you're in, you're in a wolfie mogul mail video i'm like am i They're like yeah I'm like, okay so i pull it up they tell me it sent me the time something i was like oh you were reacting you were reacting to the uh to f- the fruit berry clip of talking about player toxicity and stuff the, the reddit video mm-hmm. uh, and it made me realize that i should start i mean i knew this for a long time that i should make shorts but like that was that was part of many things that motivated me to do it so and thank right. you for the promotion i appreciate it mm-hmm. but then i commented on a video and i was like you know what screw it it doesn't hurt so i commented on a podcast account and i was like oh i'd be interested in having you on and then you replied to the comment and and then i uh, sent you a friend 
on Discord and now we're sitting down having a conversation. So it all works out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you just have to take risks sometimes, but you also have to kind of, you know, don't just don't just invite a bunch of your friends. And then and so, so I had um, I had Anfos on the podcast. They are mm-hmm. the, they help reach out to players for Block Wars, right? Yes, yes. And uh, the the thing that they, they called it was like getting the middlemen. Uh, I could say that. Middlemen as in like the players or them or like Anthos? I think, I don't, I don't know how they worded it. I can't remember, but they basically just said like, it's, it's so, no, so not even with Block Wars, sorry. I was just saying that's that's what they do. They were talking about oh. the one block every day account, sorry. When I oh, right, right, right. And they were saying how they got like people on and like then their friends came on who they wanted on stuff. And I, it's kind of what I've yeah. unintentionally done with the podcast. I've just gotten mm-hmm. familiar faces on to get familiar faces on and then to get more familiar mm-hmm. faces on. Does that make sense? So. I mean, yeah, I mean, that same applies in events. Yeah, that's how MCC got so huge. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know how much attention you've paid to it uh, in like how MCC grew in like at least like I season one and like early season two. But like you, you, you see like first event, I would say the main people that attracted other people to join is like Phil and Wilbur were I think in the first event. Second event, Techno and Tommy in it. Not that long after you see like Tubbo, you see like Dream, you see like you know, all these people who are who they are familiar with and friends with who they talk with a bunch. I don't think Dream was friends with them at the time yet, but still you know, sad, it was big. Yeah, yeah like the, these are just familiar names keep appearing and that'll catch the attention of other people and then you know, more people will, will notice it and it's the snowball effect where eventually MCC became so huge that like even people who don't play Minecraft are like interested in playing in it. They were like talking about it, asking to join some. And like, I mean, something that comes to mind is there was like tweets like before Jacksepticeye and, and Crank or Ethan Nestor uh, played in uh, MCC. They literally tweeted or replied being like, I think it was Tommy and Rambo at the time. Or like, can I team with you guys in MCC? Can we team in MCC? And it was like, Jacksepticeye is literally one of the biggest YouTubers ever. Mm-hmm. And he asked to play in a Minecraft tournament insane like it just you know, it, it shows the scale of things but yeah no, that, that was incredible yeah it's just it, all it, about just you know doing it just yeah. being smart with it and like i've kind of unintentionally done it with the podcast like i didn't i didn't mean to do it in that in this way but you know it, it applies to tournaments as well it's just like a cat linking back to when you said about the you know, invite people and draft a team for them. It's it's making people familiar mm-hmm. with the event by giving them familiar players that they're people, sorry, that they're familiar with kind of thing. Mm-hmm. One thing I do want to say about it is this is also advice for any other event host. Never invite someone just to get someone else. I, I know this has happened in an event before. I will not name the situation, but okay. a past event host who no longer is an event host has invited a person who isn't like a super well-known person to their event before because they were closely linked to a larger creator and what ended up oh, happening yeah. is that larger creator never ended up joining uh, because they, you know, they wanted this larger creator but they couldn't get to this larger creator themselves so they they figured out like what is the step to get there how do i get to this large creator and they invited the step to get there uh, it turns out this person that they invited great person but no they didn't get invited because this organizer thought they were a really cool person they got invited because they know that they're friends with this you know this other person and then this this larger creator that they wanted to get never actually got in never got invited i think or they never said yes they just never joined and it's just like like, hey, like you, you can't just, let, you know, every single invite needs to be someone you want to have in. And if they coincidentally are friends with people, other people you want to get in, great. But as long as you're not inviting them just to get someone else in, you know, you, you always going to make sure that you ha- you handle your, your players and just people in general with respect and, and don't just get them for their connections, get them for who they are and uh, for, what, for what player they are and what, what presence they b- bring to your event. Because uh, sometimes uh, the smaller creators are the most valuable and it, it takes a long time 
time to, to learn that, but, well, not necessarily. It actually doesn't take that long to learn that, but it takes a long time to figure that out if you're not integrated into the event scene. Um, so, yeah. It depends on your mentality as well. I mean, like, so how I, I'm, I'm referring to the podcast again, but this is all I can really relate to because I'm still new to Mayhem, so I can't really use that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't, a single person I've brought on the podcast, I haven't asked them to reach out to somebody else. Okay, okay. One exception, and it was only because, I, I was literally asking for their Discord app, and they asked if they could give it. I asked President Poundcake mm. uh, for Oliver MCSR's Discord name, the the uh, person who, one of the person who, people who run uh, MCSR ranks. And that is the sure. only time I've ever, like, yes, I guess, like, in a sense, asked someone to reach out to somebody else. Everyone I've, I've kind of contacted myself or attempted to contact myself, and I think I've done, like, mm-hmm. a pretty good job of it. So you just need to kind of turn around and, you know, essentially, where am I going with this? Just, yeah, don't use people. Invite people because you want them on. Invite people because you want them on the podcast. Invite people because you want them in your tournament. Don't just invite people for the sake of, oh, this could help me get them into my event. Like, it's not, it's just not worth it. And it's a really shitty thing to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. That does make me think about, like, how Block Wars is player management and team making compares to MCC, where obviously in MCC, Scott is by himself. As far as I remember, he, he is just in charge of player management, getting people in, putting people on teams, etc., whatever, right? Whatever you want to include in player management. It's just him. And that's very limiting. And one thing that Block Wars has that's really beneficial is um, the team that like actively talks about uh, stuff, etc. Right now, it's mainly me and Anthos who talk about it pretty much on the daily because we were just super passionate about it. But like Misty and Shane, at least in early Block Wars and still to this day, uh, are still very helpful and passionate about the project. And like, I mean, obviously, I'm super good friends with all three of the, these guys that I just mentioned. But like, um, they also, you know, bring people in. And if it was just me, Block Wars would not have even gotten close to the size it was now. Like, there's people in the roster that I would have never gotten to reach out to had I not had help from other people. I mean, one of the first examples is like, uh, I mean, like Block Wars 1, we had Captain Sparkles, which is just because of Shane. Shane reached out to Captain Sparkles and Jordan said yes. Uh, we would have never gotten to Captain Sparkles without Shane. But Block Wars 2, Small Ant joined. That was due to Misty. Misty offered, hey, I can bring Smant. I was like, that would be sick. Without Misty, would have never gotten Small Ant in the roster. And there's plenty of examples to mention as well. I mean, one of the notable ones as of recent, Joe Bartolozzi. That's all thanks to Anthos. Me, Misty, and Shane would have never been able to get to him, probably. Maybe it would have been possible, but we would have never even thought about it. Um, but Anthos was like, I know Joe Bartolozzi. I think it'd be funny if he played. And I was like, hell yeah. It was very funny <laughs> that he's playing. And he's consistently yeah. playing as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so he's become one of the most, ever. he's become one of the most valuable players to have around in terms of variety, which is uh, another big thing in terms of events uh, that Blockers is striving for is um, getting a more different roster because one issue i have and it's a it's a it's a gift and a curse i guess um is that every event at least every upcoming event kind of has the same people which is like good to i guess you know because it's these people all just love playing events so they'll consistently sign up etc but um it makes just everything feel a little bit samey and block wars for the longest time was getting i guess semi called out for this i guess you know people were like mcc clone this blah 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 whatever so we were having so many mcc players join um unintentionally uh you know not because they're on mcc but because they are the minecraft creators and they wanted um, to play like yeah and they were interested or we reached out to them and they were like you know that sounds good etc like uh blockers now is really going for that variety uh like approach three of the four ads that we added for this event that i mentioned obviously i think it was, it's 
either three or four or four or five but uh most of the ads this cycle are people who never play in events pretty much i think okay i don't remember the last time he played i think the last time he played was minecraft ultimate that's like three years ago handsome fella is a very like new content creator so he's never played in the tournament before and super tf is an overwatch professional player like uh, he would never play in a minecraft event and then fruit obviously is a recurring player but like we really are making an attempt to try to reach for more variety that's why you also see um and it's paying off because that's why you see people like sleepy and like joe bart and like rain ho and and lion chew like all these people that before block wars probably were known but not known within the micro community that much uh, you see them coming back because you know we're creating an environment that's much more welcoming to those types of players and it creates for uh, such an interesting just roster in general like uh you know the, i mean there's plenty of people we plan to bring in who the micro community will probably have never heard of or barely have heard of who will just help so much with making the event uh, feel unique and having a roster that feels like it's its own thing as opposed to how other events obviously have like i said same players and uh that's one big thing that i hope uh, events can work towards and it's a super difficult thing to do because you need connections to be able to expand your roster and have variety but i really hope other events take an approach at making their roster feel different and i think i know which event's going to do it next i can't say what i mean there's not that many options but i i have an idea as to which event might can you say and into... i mute it or are you just not going to say it to me either uh i can say it and, and you'll mute it okay okay uh <laughs> at some point probably cool. at some point but yeah I hope it's going to pay off because what also is something that's very notable is in terms of who you can get, you should try to think outside of the box. Like, yes, you can get event players. One very notable uh, group, of course, Housebuilder Gang. Plenty of them are active event players like Feinberg, like Fruit, etc. right? Housebuilder Gang has like 25 members. There's probably some Housebuilder Gang members who just don't play in events that much who would be very interesting to see in events. And I'm sure that like at least a handful of them would be very down to play. I mean, I, I won't name names because I don't know if these people actually are interested but like i can think of some people in hospital gang who i've only seen really before in like super small events or like maybe like a twitch rivals a long time ago uh because they were you know they tag along with their friends etc type of situation who i think nowadays would still be down i mean uh, there's a person not from hospital gang who uh, anthos recently talked to and like presented blockers to who was you know showed a lot of interest in joining and at some point in the future they probably will join who literally said i used to play in events I just just never been talked to about events since and I've always wanted like I've always been interested so Blockers is like the first event that's like opened up and, and you know, messaged a person like this to be like would you like to play and they're like super excited they're like yes I'd love to play so yeah sometimes think outside the box you know think of like maybe an old Minecraft Ultimate player maybe you know if you if you want to find some unique players maybe you can look in there I'm sure that a, a good amount of those people as long as they're not cancelled uh, <laughs> would, would love to play still uh, like you know sometimes you gotta think outside the box and i like i said really hope events in 2024 make an effort to form an identity and create a roster that feels like their own um, i mean this is what i'm trying to do so, with mayhem like it's a little bit harder because i've kind of picked up a roster that already has a lot of like i mm -hmm. i kind of say samey and it's not in a bad way samey but it's samey nonetheless and it's like this is what i'm trying to get at with the team and i'm really glad you've said this now because it's like you you are you are saying this on the podcast you are the player manager for block wars if they're gonna listen to it like if they're not
not going to listen to me at least i'm not saying they're not listening to me but if they're not going to then it's going to be they're going to listen to you who is literally doing it mm-hmm. i have like i have a uh, i have like set of people in mind who i want to invite and i have six names who i want to invite for next season and oh well i'm not inviting all six but the majority of them have never played in a tournament before or if they've Forgot played them. in a tournament they haven't played in many tournaments right they've played in mm-hmm. a very minimal amount they're not tournament players they're not in like the names that i'm saying like pandora's box minecraft mania block wars sure. even some of them aren't in those and it's like whereas like you know sometimes people want to play it safe with tournaments they're inviting people who are in tournaments because it's like oh we know how to balance them we know that people are going to want to team with them we know this we know that and it's just like but i don't want that it's so bo- like in, in, in the nicest way possible and i'm not going to say any names because i don't want it to be taken out of context but like i don't want to keep inviting the people who are constantly playing in other tournaments because it links back mm-hmm. to what i said earlier with the they have their chance to play in that tournament yes minecraft mayhem is a different tournament yes it has different games but it's i want new people i want what i want is i want standout oh shit they're playing in a tournament rather than mm-hmm. oh cool you got them in your tournament does that make sense and that's what you're oh, doing yeah, with yeah. block wars you're like i mean like when joey bart like when joey bart joined it's like oh shit they're mm-hmm. in block wars it's not oh cool you got them in block wars as well you know it's kind of what old mcc feels like and that's very much a nostalgia thing that i feel with block wars now is that excitement to see fresh faces in the community that i i mean mcc used to be absolutely insane with who they added i mean I, one thing that comes to mind is like mcc 15 i think they added something like rambu was added to that i think preston was added in that event i can't think of who else i think maybe five up and ant frost were added to that event maybe i don't remember but like at the time genuinely like i, I mean i've looked back at it and i've talked to some of my tester friends about this we look back at like old mcc and like i can i mean this kind of the, the glory days i guess uh like the the ah things used to be so good type of uh situation where you look at who were getting added to mcc when it was so fresh and so new and growing and everything you're just like if that happened now it would not be nearly as much appreciated because things have just been normalized so much but if you still bring in a group of people that are fresh to the scene like that of that magnitude that's insane like that would be incredible i mean in terms of block wars i mean i can't really think of an example but like if if we had like an event i mean i'm just gonna name off huge name like i guess if for whatever reason let's say a block wars 14 the newcomers are xqc ludwig fucking uh whatever right <laughs> like uh, huge uh, names or like either huge people who have a lot of viewers or like recognizable names to bring in yeah. the, the event scene is going to look at that and just be like whoa <laughs> they're like wow we haven't seen this like I, th- I think the last time any other event besides block wars has done it is mcc underdogs where an mcc underdogs i know for a fact i saw the cyan team and i was like whoa that's insane <laughs> like disguised host hello <laughs> like just obviously these are scenarios that for most events are super unrealistic to be able to get to now but it's something that you should get like uh, should be your future aspirations to get to a size where this is possible this is what blockers have been actively doing and why things are looking really good and why i'm so positive about things uh, for blockers is we've built up this momentum and and you know these steps to just re- reach higher heights and and get like more different people and unique people where hopefully by the end of this year you'll be looking at an event like no other like i i I'm confident that Block Wars by the end of this year will just be like it, it will have formed such an identity that like I don't know I, I mean I, I can't really compare it to anything but like I, uh, I know some idea. some of my friends have said like I think Block Wars will be bigger than MCC and I don't want to say that because like that takes away from MCC's quality and and presence and and just efforts and and passion that has gone into it but like I could see it uh, maybe it, 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 do I think it's going to happen you never know you know you, you, you just never know if 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 your event is going to do that well I mean, you can't really predict what's going to happen but it, it's 
definitely possible. And the fact that it's possible is insane because a year ago, we were in a Black Wars 2, taking a huge risk with a split for this roster, adding a bunch of creators, making a you know a huge move to try something uh, new, or at least Black Wars, and hopefully in the future where we are now, something in general for the event scene, and it paid off. And that's just incredible. Like, uh, looking back at the risks we took and all the worries we had, all the meetings we had to take, all the precautions we had to make for what if this happens? What do we do? You know, like, let's say, what if, like, all the players don't like it? Can we fall? Like, what what do we do? And then, I mean, everything luckily paid off, but it's it's just great seeing, like, how a few risks early on develop over time, flourish over time um, with support from players, support from viewers, support from just community members, lifting an event up to where we are now. And, uh, you know, I the next few months, I'm sure you're going to hear a lot from Block Wars. It'll, it'll be it'll be incredible there's we're, we're cooking something up i can't say too much we're cooking something up okay, and okay. in a in a couple of months you'll you'll be hopefully surprised um so yeah i mean and that's not to say like with all of this as well like that you can't invite people who are in multiple multiple tournaments because you guys did it with fruit berries i mean fruit berries is in the majority of tournaments under the sun i assume he's gonna probably join other ones that he hasn't been in as well mm. and it's like you can invite that but still like i mean with with this thing and this is going this is being recorded before i've sent out invites so i mean you will see it like with the roster if it, if it happens but like i'm looking to hopefully invite like a good few variety players who have played in tournaments but not many and then like mm-hmm. one or two people who like team maker suggestions of like they've played in they're in a good few tournaments but they would just fit the theme of mayhem kind of thing does that make sense like i want yeah. but i want i just want to go full send kind of variety like how because that's the thing right and it's like you know it, it's a safety thing of oh like and this isn't speaking from anyone this is speaking from myself it's like oh we wouldn't know how to balance them oh we wouldn't know how to like you know we wouldn't know their skill level and stuff and it's like firstly do the research on it if you really want to and secondly mm-hmm. like if no if no tournament is ever going to invite them how are you going to know their skill level you have to be the first one to take the li- risk if you badly balance them so be it you badly balance them or you perfectly balance them and it's like oh crap we have just made a masterclass of an event we know where mm-hmm. they're going to place for good now we can build on it and it's like i just i want same way with you with block wars essentially i want to be like with mayhem i want to get players who this is their first tournament that they join and if they join other tournaments from mayhem so be it that's fine but we can at least turn around and be like i we had them first with block wars you can go like oh we got them in first kind of thing you know mm-hmm. i mean that is an example with with joe bart joe bart played in uh was it uh evnt event um the uh mind draft he played in the most recent mind draft event i think it's called something else now I, know but, what you're uh, I can't remember the name though yeah yeah he played in an evnt event and the only reason he was even considered for that because he played in block wars and i'm sure that uh, i think sleepy also potentially i think sleepy might have been in that as well or i think he was supposed to be at least maybe um i assume that's also through block War. and maybe in the future depending on who we add maybe these people uh, will love playing so much that they will also try to reach out to other events and, and try to get in or maybe you know some of the players will reach out to them um because they you know these players think that they're interesting enough and t- you know tack them along for something like a pandora's box or something like a micro mayhem depending on how significant the skills are here maybe even an mcc if that's even possible but like yeah it, it just opens the door up for so much more like uh, so much more variety to, to enter the scene and i think that's what the microsoft event scene really needs because things are just getting stale obviously in terms of mcc and i mean even i guess in terms of newer events for the most part uh if you look at it from an from a non-event fan perspective like a even like i mean from like a minecraft just a random viewer perspective there's not really much right now that's bringing people in to watch it uh besides their creators i guess getting in i guess that would maybe be the next step for like these events but yeah 
like yeah I, I think this change is is very welcome i think it's gonna pay off for wh whichever events tries it as long as you don't rush it and don't force it it'll it'll pay off also very big thing don't do everything at the same time unless you have an event specifically themed after that if you have like a rising event or whatever a rookies event even where the, the purpose of it partially at least is to bring in noob faces now it's fine but don't do it for a regular event because then people will complain your player base is gonna you know you're gonna create an environment where people are, are gonna complain and you don't want that uh <laughs> what do you mean complain about what parts are <laughs> we've had it in the past where with block wars obviously in the earlier creator events we used to add like 10 plus newcomers every event and like after five or six events of just 10 plus newcomers every time some people were getting benched a little bit. and they had a very fair reason to complain then because they were like i'm getting benched because you're adding 10 people every single time can you like not do that <laughs> oh, yeah. i was like uh, we'll look into it and obviously we, we've slowed down since but um yeah. yeah i think i don't know like i i, I guess i can say this i'm not saying anything looking at inviting maybe like a little bit of a wave this time and then like march april maybe not invite anyone on march like invite one or two people because like, mm -hmm. i invited i think it was seven people last event and probably the sameness of the next yep. event it'll be like two people for instance i mean that makes sense because i would say the roster right now is still pretty fresh and new you're just building things up still you shouldn't expect to do the same moves as as like an mcc or as a as a block wars because they're just kind of ahead in terms of development both uh, gameplay wise and roster wise yeah, which yeah. is not really fair to compare like block wars only recently i would say got even close to competing with mcc even though block wars has been around for a while so like i, I mean other events would be in the same page they, they'd have to take their time and and focus on focus on your own thing first before you look into you know paying attention to the other events yeah, as long as you're not copying them <laughs> as long as you're not copying them you're, you're good yeah exactly fair enough uh mm -hmm. i guess a question that i should have already asked but we're kind of just talking anyways is uh if you can reveal it what was the reason for the split oh that's an interesting one so i was the player manager obviously i have been the player manager since block wars 11 origins origins 11 i should say because it's kind of confusing if i don't say that so origins 11 together with master garf and after a couple events where we were you know, expanding the roster uh, with some creators um and some origins people like some some like mcc testers all at the same time we were noticing that mixing these two groups together is possible but really difficult and it's at the expense of both the active players getting benched because in terms of growing the event the creators would get like a guaranteed chance in and it also goes at the expense of who can get added because we can't add a huge creator into the the mix like that like a captain sparkles like i mentioned we wouldn't have been able to add to block wars before the split because in terms of roster variation and him fitting in things just aren't like that doesn't really make sense um so what we decided to do is i went up to um joey capallo who is one of the lead people at block wars at the time i think he was the lead person at block wars and i said hey uh you know obviously team making etc i've noticed an issue and i have a proposal i want to meet with you about this and i want to try to figure this out and see if this is worth going for and talk to him and we came to the conclusion that this is an idea we should try but it's very risky so step by step we had to talk to every single staff manager because keep in mind block wars is the first event ever to do a split i assume other events possibly will also do a split maybe other events have done a split but we were the first event to do it so it was a massive risk because we have we have no comparative evidence of it working you have to just pray that it works so we had to figure it out fully every single situation every scenario had to be figured out where i was like what if uh where would every player go what would be the requirements how are you going to uh talk to these uh, players to tell them that they're in this part of the event and this part of 
the event. What if someone complains and has a very fair argument? Are you going to fold pretty much or are you going to say no? Um, like we had to figure out every single scenario. Eventually, we had the concept of a split done, I think, for Origins fifth, 13 or 14, because I'm pretty sure we announced it to the players after, I think, Origins 13. And we said that there's two events remaining uh, where you guys are all together. If you are an Origins player, at the time I said a smaller creator or like a non-creator, and you are friends with a larger creator in the event and you want to team together, let me know right now and I will guarantee you guys get on the same team because after two events from now, this will probably not be possible. I did a couple of those uh, combinations. Afterwards, we did the split. It was controversial internally. I mean, it was a very sudden change to Blockwars. We went from a, I mean, of course, went from a friend event to a friend and uh, consecrator mix event to the main focus being consecrators with the friend events being the secondary events being Origins. And uh, obviously, it was controversial, but um, it took a couple of events for people to realize that this change is a win-win for both sides. Uh, the, the event gets to grow with creators and creators get to have their own environments with people they're familiar with. And it just like, you know, it, it makes for an environment where they're comfortable and, and they can just play and have variety teams, etc. And Origins is probably the, the side that benefited the most from it, I would say, in terms of their player stuff, where they got to pretty much have anyone they asked for. There was no longer a requirement to stream. There was no longer a requirement, or at least I, I don't think there was a requirement to stream. No, lo no longer a requirement to have viewers, because you know, that was that's a thing when you have creators, viewership does get taken into consideration. And it just allowed the origin side to really be a friend event again. Just It was just friends, you know, MCC testers and whatever groups are in there, just all play together and have a great time. And obviously it's grown a lot over time in terms of who's in there and whatnot. And it just has made both creator events and origins flourish in their own way and really form an identity and just be comfortable. Um, and I think it's good. It's very nice. It's a very healthy environment, I'd say, in both uh, sides of the event right now. And um, I, yeah, I'm really happy we took the risk with the split. It was a very big risk, but it was for a very good reason being that yeah, team making was getting really difficult and benching people unfairly multiple events in a row isn't fun. So yeah, we came up with a solution and it worked. Yeah. Fair enough. And now, I mean, what about Origins then? Does that really, does that get many invites nowadays? I can't imagine it really does, does it? Um, I think it gets like a couple, a couple people every single time. There's always at least like two or three newcomers, I think, to Origins every single time. Okay. That's very yeah. sweaty. Origins is very, very try hard. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it's sweaty necessarily. Yeah, it's I think good that's... for the good players, I guess. Sorry. Yes. So, yeah. That's, what I mean. that's one thing that terminology wise, a lot of people do make up sweaty and competitive or i guess high That's skill whatever you want to call it sorry. yeah they're, they're they're different things it's like i know people say block horse is sweaty i fully disagree because when do you see people do a practice stream when do you see people vod review never <laughs> they just play the game like it's not sweaty at all they're just good at the game it's just yeah competitive yeah, i guess maybe. Yeah, exactly. yeah whereas like an mcc i mean not not so much more anymore but there was an era where like half the roster was vod reviewing and like practicing on the practice that's sweaty now people are like actively trying to get better and actively trying to do the best they can you get to a point where things get a little bit sweaty that's um, when it gets too much mm -hmm. yeah do you have any leaks that you can give us with block wars going <laughs> forward i mean like i know without saying too much you said we should be hyped and looking forward to the future which is completely fine but is there anything in specific that you can kind of like even just hint towards um Ooh, because I want I want to give some I want to give some uh, some some tea you know some tea to the people, but I don't know if I can. I'm trying to think of if there's something I I should be able to say that doesn't 
uh, effect too much. And also isn't like a big nothing breaker where I go like, there's going to be a new extraction map in the next three events. Like, yeah, that doesn't mean anything because there will be. Probably. <laughs> my, my, uh, my, my construction suggestion, I made like a construction build and it didn't get accepted and it made me really, really sad. I thought it, was, it was a grass block and I thought it was really cool. Uh, it was it was actually law, which will probably make it never getting, but I don't care. It's, <laughs> it was actually the, in, it was like inside, it was the inside MC logo, but it was like, it, it was, it's literally just a grass block. So I built like a grass block and I, su I suggested it as the name grass block. And I was ready for like, if it got into like, oh my God, inside MC law and block was, but then, I mean, I wouldn't have actually tweeted that. I, mean, I will now if you add it after me telling you that I've done it, but like, you know, I, I, I was just, it would have just been a little bit of a funny kind of little thing to have, <laughs> but yeah, it didn't get accepted and I'm really sad. So. I unfortunately uh, am not involved with with the construction build, so I I have no say on that. Oh, Obviously, because if I play construction and I know the builds, that just makes it way easier. <laughs> oh no, that's definitely what I was getting. I was definitely telling you this. So you could go and like kind of hint, hint, nudge, nudge. You know, go get them to add it. <laughs> mm -hmm. now, I get what you mean. You, guess... you are like a consistent player, to be Yeah. Does true. That, um, does that ever cause like? Oh, yeah, actually, no. Wait, before I ask that, yeah, get uh, back to the leaks. Is there any leaks? <laughs> there. Yeah, I can. I can give some leaks. There will be probably a pretty significant rework to one of the current games like probably in a couple of months from now but it would be pretty interesting i mean it's yeah that's all i can say because <laughs> okay, right. i can't say like oh i mean uh, i mean also there will be a new game at some point as well like a brand new game in one of the following events i won't get into detail what it is but it's been in the works for a while and um i'm excited it'll be great so yeah i mean that's my uh that, that's my thing is like i have i've made it very precise with mayhem for example that i only really want to deal with like the player management side of things i'm giving suggestions as well as like players of how they can change mayhem dev side but mm -hmm. i got the podcast to manage i'm happy to help with like player management and stuff like that but the dev and stuff is is out of my field that's way too far up i don't i don't want to push my limits so mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm giving suggestions but that's kind of mainly up to the mayhem team on what they want to do with, with that which will be fun to say Mm -hmm. Does it ever cause like not controversy, but you know you play in the event yourself, fight a decent amount despite being a team maker. You know, like you could easily just put your team yourself on. It. I mean, we made the joke before the podcast that you could just make a team of just OP players and win, finally win a block wars. But does it ever cause controversy with who you team yourself with? I know you don't really team yourself with constantly, constantly like in quotation marks, clouded players. So you do a good mm -hmm. job at it. But has it ever caused like oh Wolfie's teaming himself with blah blah blah? You know? No, I don't think so because I have purposefully avoided. My role as a player in Blockers is usually kind of to fill like whatever team needs a good player. And obviously, I, I prioritize myself to get in because I, I mean, I help make the events and whatever. But yeah, uh, no, it's not really been an issue. I could see it get, become an issue if, you know, the event does get larger and like I end up putting, like, well, this is not really an issue because I should be able to just team with my friends because maybe uh, contrary to, to, to what people think, I actually am friends with most of the people in the roster. They're not just my connections. Um, so I don't know. I, it's never really been an issue and i mean the players especially don't really care uh i mean right i mean for the upcoming event uh i'm teamed with sleepy for like the fourth time i think with booster also for like the third or fourth time uh i mean rainho and super are probably two of the largest streamers in the event nobody's really mentioned anything about it they're just excited that that's a team they don't really care who's on it so yeah i mean there was the whole i mean some people did talk about like my team being the same uh pretty much as last time and they were like uh oh, i don't know you know it's the same thing but then i posted posted my video about like uh my team's experience and then multiple people afterwards are like okay i understand why you ran it back <laughs> like this team is great um so yeah like oh it's never really been an issue it's definitely been like talked about as like a hypothetical like oh like uh 
uh, like you know you could do this and like just don't and i'm like i mean i never to myself with like too op of a team or like super popular people it's just my friends and people i think i i will mesh well with and what will be a fun team that's really all i care about i literally haven't even won a block course yet so if anyone complains about me having a strong team shut up <laughs> i haven't even won yet like i've literally i i made it to finals once and it was the first event and the reason i made it to finals is because nobody knew what they were doing and i did because you know i was in block course before then and half the roster is new the only reason i got like third or whatever i've never even like i've barely even cracked the top five i think since besides maybe like rookies so, yeah. I love how your best game is average point wise is move. I'm a PV or uh, parkour Andy. Yeah, you know? I'm I'm a. It's blitz like, on, then it's race, then it's construction. So yeah, you actually like your kind of movement and your individual placements. I mean, you've played in every single block wars bar block wars three and eight. So I don't know yeah. why I said every single one because it's not every single one, is it? Pride, not really either. I subbed in for one game because it was an emergency. Lol, thirty <laughs> second. Lol. Yeah, forty second casual. Get good. Oh, sorry, forty second even. Sorry, my but yeah, get good. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Like in cannons, like third, fifth, sixteenth, ninth, thirteenth, sixth, eleventh. Like you're actually, you're actually pretty good at the game, Wolfie. I wonder if it's because I understand the game pretty well. I mean, uh, that could be a pretty big factor. I mean, you were meant to be a drunk team in mayhem, and you guys nearly made it to the final game. So I mean, even then, like, look, you pretty well. the, I will stand by it. Look, the drunkness made the team bounce because our team didn't sweep. We didn't even get second. We almost got second, barely, Probably, which yeah. would have meant it was just a strong team. Like I, I don't know. Some people did complain uh, to me, like. My, some of my friends were like oh cringe why did your team actually like do well stop trying and it's like why would we play in the event drinking and just completely throw that would just mean that we wouldn't play half the games and that wouldn't be fine we just played we never like we didn't sweat it we just had stupid strats and they worked like in the the, the like, and got into the chamber yeah the, there was like the kit pvp game yeah got where, into the chamber approach, that's cool. yeah uh, no i think that's the valorant one right? the, the seize go one oh where yeah you you're right uh, yeah, whatever the, chain, whatever the, yeah whatever the one is where you run and like the kit pvp points. one yeah we literally said, and this was before we even saw like any of our opponents. Sam said, first team we see, we kill them, and or we go for them." And we're like, "Okay." And then the first team was Kellos, and we were like, "I mean, hey, we said it, so we're just gonna go for it anyways." Uh, and then, I mean, I, I don't think we ended up winning the fight, but I think we <laughs> we got like half their team out. And then second round, I think was it like the orange team or whatever. We actually won that fight with losing a couple players. Third round, I don't even remember, man. Uh, we I think just ran around in the middle and then just died eventually. So, yeah, like I don't know. I think uh, I think you know the the, the drunkenness uh, did it help. I, mean, I, wouldn't, I, like, I wouldn't say that I was fully drunk, but I mean, on the admin stream, I was like memingly spraying on your guys' downfall. But I mean, like <laughs> at the end of the day, I I said it like if people go and complain on Twitter, oh well, like you know you you were you were drinking. If if you're playing that good after drinking, so be it. At that point, fair enough. Like we made mm-hmm. the team. I was I was ready. Like if there were, there wasn't, but I mean as far as I'm aware, there wasn't. But if there was backlash, like I was ready for it. But I'm like I don't really get why. And, like, I was jokingly praying, praying on the downfall, but I wasn't actually hoping you guys were, gen- like, going to do bad. And mm-hmm. I said, like, if they made the final game and they won it, like, yeah, we know not to make the mistake of teaming a really, really good team again, but at the end of the day, that's just you guys are good at the game. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not like, mm-hmm. your fault, it's not our fault. And I still I still think it was a good team, because sec- the, 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 like, point difference between second, third, fourth, and fifth was really, really close. Like, making it to the final game was anyone's game. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, as much as the first team sweep had, like, the first and second team sweep, then 
yeah, it's a bad thing. But I think oh, it's yeah. a good event if it's like if what if the first team sweeps, so be it. But as long as like second, third, fourth, and fifth were really anyone's game, I think that makes for like a still a really really good event in my eyes, mm-hmm. anyways. It could be interesting. I mean, I always am not a fan of just a single team or even two teams or three teams or whatever, to, like being so far ahead. Obviously, the best oh, yeah, events are when ever. everyone is in contention, but that's just impossible pretty much to do nowadays um, because there's so many people who just so- randomly decide to either get 16th or first. Like, <laughs> they, they there's no consistency anymore nowadays. Can't predict, you can't it, predict it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and like, it's just impossible. Um, which is also when the community is like, wow, these guys are really bad at balancing. Of course, this team was OP. You wouldn't have known that before the freaking team happened. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. I mean, I would too much uh, talk about, but like, uh, maybe you've noticed it, but from being a player manager and like team making, etc., you you start to learn how the community can be wrong sometimes. They're, sometimes they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and it's something that I've noticed in terms of like MCC, uh, where I used to be obviously a very active community member for MCC, and I was convinced oh, I could probably do it way better. Oh, I would be way better at this. Like my ideas are way cooler. And then now that I've done blockers, I'm like, no, nah, I understand why the things are the way they are. This totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still relatively new, but I guess like I just have an interesting vision. I guess it's, I guess you came on at like the perfect time because I can actually sort of relate to you in a sense. So it definitely makes this podcast a lot more like fun because sorry, I know I'm talking my, about myself and mayhem a lot. It's just it's just my That's way right. of kind of relating and having a conversation in a sense. So. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, it's still linking back to you and Block Wars at the end at the end of it either way. So yeah, make make good fun. Do you <laughs> I mean, I like talking about events. So yeah, I mean, you made a you made a video a little while back, and uh, it was talking about like I didn't I didn't watch it. I'm gonna admit I didn't watch it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was fun. <laughs> uh, the title was something. It was something about like Pandora's box, but possibly becoming split or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> that one. As far as I'm aware, in that video, you said something along the lines that Pandora's box is gonna split. Did you, or am I wrong in saying that? No. Well, you're wrong, but not entirely. Okay. I don't think there's any guarantees that they'll split immediately no i mean i think it's just i think it's i think it's inevitable i think at some point they'll have to split because as much as things are like things are working out decently well right now um simply some people similar to blockers are just getting benched a lot because they're they're like you know in terms of viewership they're competing with people who are just larger and and stuff and pb also pride versus viewership because they're trying to grow and it's very similar to to blockers where they just they kind of have to at some point split if they don't want to completely like hold back part of their roster from being able to actively participate even though these players really want to you know they, they kind of have to that's why i've said it's inevitable and it, that video was controversial i guess um because um i was very like actively talking about a split as if it was going to happen like as if it was already planned when that was obviously not the case because if it was people would have known about it but i i was very forward i guess with my approach in the video and in retrospect it seems uh like at least the tb community and staff have uh, started to at least uh, come to an understanding of what I was saying and even a partial agreement, but uh, that's not up to me to decide. I, I don't organize Pandora's box. Uh, that's, it's, it's just a, a friendly suggestion from someone who has very comparative experience, and the community didn't take it the right way, but that's something that the PB community is partially known for, not th- for taking things the wrong way, but for being super passionate, and yeah. um, they vocalize their passion sometimes is a little bit um, very straight to the point and a little bit harsh slash rude uh, sometimes um but uh, i can't fault the staff for that pretty much at all so yeah it's up to them to decide whether a split's gonna happen i think it will 
don't know when, but I also don't know if it actually will happen. I don't know. It's things I have like a really hot take, and it's like it's a really kind of hot take view on things, and it's not. I'm not gonna go into like a massive tangent of trying to explain myself, so I'm just gonna say it and kind of like add a little bit to it. Mm. Is I think like and no names in particular here. So and this is how I see it. If if you're listening to this and you think it's about you, that's not my fault because I'm not saying it's about you. I'm not saying it's about anyone in particular. I'm just saying it as a as a common point. It's like I feel like a lot of people kind of they want into events and then but then events want to grow, right? You know, you want block wars to grow. Pandora's box mm-hmm. I'm sure wants to grow. Like as much as I'd love to keep mayhem community, I want to see mayhem grow. I want it to, you know, because you don't want it to be stuck in a thing. And I think it's like a lot of people, and this is the hot take, so be prepared. A lot of people aren't willing to grow with the times. And I think it's a case of like a lot of people want to get into these tournaments, so that's completely fine. And they want to do stuff and they want to play in these tournaments and they and they're like they're not expecting an invite, but they want to play in it, but not they're not like really putting in the work to make it happen mm-hmm. you know like okay i'm doing it in my own way of yeah i don't stream much and when i do stream i don't average and i'm not saying i'm doing the podcast to get into tournaments but i'm still kind of growing in a sense of you know even if it's just through connections and not through numbers i mean like you know it, it's what a lot of people have but i'm actively trying to grow with content creation and that might reflect in something in the future wherever it be like being invited to a video for example or being invited on somebody else's podcast that kind of thing but like mm-hmm. a lot of people are hoping to get into these tournaments like oh i want to stay in this tournament for instance like with with block wars and the split once again not saying anyone who in, is in origins is complaining so please don't take it like that i'm just using <laughs> as a, as an example because you guys split and it's like you know say i had a tournament and i split the tournament i owned my own one for instance i split it the people who were like so some people would be satisfied with it and like fine then some people are actively going to try and grow to get into the in quotation marks main event and it kind of just shows the difference and it's like i don't know i just feel like people aren't really always willing to put the work in that's as much much as i'm going to explain it and again i'm linking back again to the i'm not talking about you but if you look at it and you feel like i'm talking about you then that should hopefully be like a motivation thing to shout more content i know not everyone can but then don't expect anything from it if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so also sometimes it as harsh as it may sound sometimes people kind of need a reality check or like sometimes it doesn't make sense for a person to be in an event right now maybe it needs time or maybe they're too late sometimes and that's the that's the harshest part when they're too late because there's people what do you who mean too have, what do you mean by that there's people who have asked to join blockers recently who if they asked like at the start of blockers would have gotten invited immediately but now things are complicated it's the same with mcc i mean some of the people who uh got added to mcc like uh i guess Guess maybe recently if they had asked like literally for like mcc2 they would have possibly gotten it just because oh, it's yeah. you know you just sometimes it's easier it's pretty much a a, a graph that's like a, a curve where like it starts small it like goes really high up in the middle and it, it dips off that's like something like block wars like at the start of the big curve where it's just really difficult to fit in like smaller creators now as newcomers especially unless they are like weaker players to help us balance the roster out but like uh, larger creators who are really good at the game it's just it's just hard like we added fruit and i love fruit he's great but in terms of helping us make the event weaker he's not helping okay let's let's be real okay he's fruit yeah, berries he's not helping <laughs> sense, no does that mean he's gonna get like you know not to play as much no probably not i mean he won't notice anything about it it's just something that we have to deal with internally and it's i mean to the point where i can't add another player like him to the roster because what do i do at that point i mean i'm just gonna have to cycle people in and out even more that leads back to the part of like some people who get benched a lot they're just gonna get benched more often or maybe even permanently because we just can't fit them in um and i mean that i wouldn't want to do that so 
yeah yeah it's just a bit tough just work hard and hope that the results follow and even if it's not mm-hmm. through a tournament they'll follow in other ways like the podcast i mean i've worked hard and now i'm sitting down with wolfie and like that's i see that as and like you know not to give you an ego here but i see that as a, a success in itself that i've been able to bring you on and have this conversation with you today because mm. you know give or take five six months ago had i have slowed down on podcasts and only been uploading like once a month this wouldn't be happening right now but because i put in the work because i'm going to bed at 2 a.m and waking up at 7 a.m going to work <laughs> uh all that kind of stuff working my ass off it is paying off <laughs> you know so yeah you, and that's the only way you grow don't expect i can't remember who i was saying this to but don't expect things to be handed to you work for them mm-hmm. you know like you don't get accepted to a job with no qualifications so. Yeah, and I mean, even even just working hard, sometimes, I mean, in terms of events, at least I'll compare this to Block Wars, because Block Wars is working so hard and so actively doing things right, at least in the view from some players, they offered to help us. Like, you know, one notable moment is when 5up brought in his team of like uh, Masayoshi Saikuno and it's Timmy for Block Wars 6 randomly, pretty much. It was a huge, like, still to this day, very thankful that 5up did that, because that was huge for us. Like, obviously, Block Wars at the time, our big creator i think was was tubbo by like a long shot and we had we didn't even really have variety creators besides like sleepy like huge moment and all of that is just thanks to us working and bible recognizes that and he enjoys it as an example right and from from that he's willing to bring in his friends and obviously he's aware that that's like a big moment for for block wars you know it's it's something that he'd be willing to do and we've had it in the past now too i mean it's mainly like like misty and, and anthos you know who i i work with uh, they see the passion that we put in and, and they offer to you know bring in some friends as well obviously as player managers it makes a bit more sense for them to offer that but even if they weren't player managers they would offer to do this just because you know, um we, we we speak to each other frequently and like um the they, they see the dedication yeah, yeah it's respect and just the the passion you know they, they feel like they should reward it i guess i guess uh, to an extent like uh, it sometimes putting you just have to put in the work and eventually things will pay off it's just really hard to stay dedicated and motivated and sometimes you have to you know commit to something that looks like it won't be worth it i mean i've put in hundreds of hours into block wars with no like financial compensation for it obviously i'm aware of this because it's a voluntary thing and after months and months of work even like i guess over a year and a half maybe of working on it things are finally looking bright and paying off and had i stopped half a year ago this wouldn't have happened and half a year ago if you had told me this was going to happen i wouldn't have believed you because you know it, it took until i'd say rookies was probably the turning point until rookies things were looking like a pretty like straight line going up or like a slight diagonal line rookies things went exponentially up and you know the the door opened so sometimes you know sometimes it 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 just happens out of nowhere it's the same with my content i mean my initial blow up uh, was was talking about how i sounded like technoblade i would have never guessed that that video would have gotten like six hundred thousand views and went as shot my channel from four thousand to twenty four thousand subscribers in the past in like a week how would i have known that you know sometimes gotta stay to the grind and sometimes it's luck and the combination of that is why certain people are where they are like block horse (laughs) it's dedication and a little bit a little bit of luck Um, i mean like the luck only comes from working hard as well i mean yeah yeah, i I, how i see my turning point with the podcast was when fulham came up that's when like Mm. everything kind of i'm i mean i'm satisfied with every single guest that came on yes of course but like once i brought fulham on that's when it felt like things were changing and it's like all i needed and it was luck was fulham to accept my twitter dm or accept my phone request on discord to say yes then actually Mm -hmm. show up for the recording that's all i needed and then bang everything kind of goes 
on like, it's a snowball effect we've yeah. mentioned it a lot of this a, a lot of things that happen in this uh, community and and this like environment of minecraft and minecraft events is just a snowball effect opportunities just appear once you you make a name for yourself and once you get the spotlight and getting there is just a challenge and it, it there is no like formula to it you just have to do it i mean my, my friend ash wag you know i talked to somebody recently said it literally he said according to him he's never seen someone properly grind and fail every single person who's stuck to the grind has succeeded at some point sometimes it takes a couple months sometimes it takes three years but if you just grind eventually you'll get there you have to stay dedicated and the viewers will eventually recognize it your story uh, yeah. proves it i mean you went from mcc testing to now running the second biggest minecraft tournament maybe mm-hmm. even the biggest minecraft tournament depending on how you really want to look at second one biggest of, uh, second biggest for sure <laughs> i'd say right the now biggest there we go that's yeah. the best way of working yeah. it, I exactly you know and you're mm-hmm. killing it and you deserve it i'm you know i've I always been really bloody interesting so thank you so much and you are like you do have a lot to say and i'm talking to you you clearly really deserve it so i appreciate that big props uh is there anything with block wars that we haven't mentioned that you'd want to go over anything in the event scene like a topic do you wanted to talk about that like you'd, you'd like to kind of have a discussion about or anything you um I have something fun to mention at least the block wars community has absolutely no idea of how block wars works <laughs> they, they don't know i look at block wars predictions and i'm like this is this makes no sense <laughs> like <laughs> it's like newcomers who like usually honestly in terms of newcomers they're pretty tame usually they all they pretty much only go for like minecrafters and competitive minecrafters when if you look at the recent ads we don't really add those types of people that much really i, I wouldn't really say that we add like any oh, when you look of like suggested yeah. newcomers I exactly mean, they're like team predictions or like top 10 most likely newcomers and it's like wow half of these people i don't even know <laughs> i was temp for some bizarre reason on most suggested i don't think i'm temp for most suggested on the reddit i searched my name and i think i've only been suggested maybe two or three times by the same person but somehow mm-hmm. i've made it into a top 10 list with suggested blockbuster players so i agree i think you're completely right it's yeah i mean i already said it like the mcc community doesn't really know what they're talking about especially now that i i mean i've seen some of the internal stuff obviously in testing and i've seen some of the internal stuff from talking to someone like scott uh, about like team making and, and event management in the past things aren't as cookie cutter as, as it may seem like things are things are you know complicated and do you, people won't really be able to understand how things really work until they do it like that's what i've seen for myself while learning things it took a while for me to completely understand like how things work e making i've been doing for years the, i've only gotten like pretty good at it from experience but whether that is making drafts of hypothetical teams or making the actual teams for origins and learning like what works what doesn't work um and one really big part that i would say i uh, myself and i know scott for sure also have, have are good at in terms of team making is just knowing your players you know know what what type of player are they what type of personality are they and what works together because uh i know in mcc at least early on it makes for some fantastic combinations of people you wouldn't really expect to see together something that comes to mind is fruit berries and green great combo super cool super wholesome fantastic would would you have been able to predict that was going to happen before mcc hell no and like in block wars i mean you i would say for block wars 10 the blue team is a fantastic example of team making i mean i i am gassing myself up, but i think that's one of the best teams i've ever seen ever it's just such a good combo 
combination of people who personality wise just click and i've heard it from it by the time this video is up that i mean the team would have already played um but in practice they literally talked once and immediately from anthos he said by the way this team is like it works so well like you, it, they haven't even played yet and they already know it just worked like, not even every player was there um and yeah it's, it's just i don't know it's just it takes time to figure it out and the community just you know they have to learn <laughs> and uh it, yeah i don't know that's 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 really it so, can make it a little bit hard though i'm overall i mean like oh uh, I'm, yes i'm happily i'm happily very open to say that there's a player check this for mayhem i have a strong strong uh what be the word prediction i guess that of course also has one block <laughs> um, wars was the bigger. first event to make one i invented the checklist <laughs> yeah perfect there we go see so i just like <laughs> it's okay i mean looking through the like there's there's like team that i had in mind right and it was it was the complete opposite of what the checklist said and in my mm. head i'm like that team would slap but the player checklist that team would go to shit and it's just like it's so annoying. like it's good to have and of course i'm 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 glad we have it and i'm glad you know you you guys started the trend of it that we have it and it's, mm -hmm. and it's good but it's also like i want to team these two people because i feel like they'd make a good event but like one of them is not sure and the other one's also not sure and it's like but i feel like i feel like you'd be good together but i can't put you together because i'm not going to go against your checklist you know mm -hmm. main so, blockers by the way does not have a checklist doesn't. it's only origins yeah oh. only origins main blockers does not Ooh. uh neither does mcc obviously but like i think mcc and blockers main are the two events that don't i know pandora's box has one origins has one mayhem seems to have one i assume other events probably Mania maybe have one. it too yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm glad it works out i mean it's necessary for those types of things because in creator in the creator space i obviously you know I, I know of some drama internally and some people who who have beef with each other and i mean and i mean and some things are public some things are not i just yeah. know who can't be teamed together and we just have a question on the forum who do you not want to team with if you don't put it on there how am i supposed to know you know at that point it's not my fault and then i'll hear eventually you know, they're, they're going like they go like because it's happened a couple times in the past where they're like oh yeah you team with the, with this person i'd rather not could you like either sub me out or like put me on a different team and then i mean the most recent example can't say what it was i just swapped two players and it worked so yeah but that's hey. why the checklist is nice because it avoids that like we made these mm -hmm. teams perfect to the checklist yep. so it works and it's just a nice safety kind of net to have essentially but then it mm -hmm. also just stops some possibly really cool teams because we've opened the doors of okay you can say that you don't want a team with this person and we won't put you with them yeah i mean it's also a thing where players just have to get comfortable i mean there's been people in block wars who when they first joined on their sign up form would say like i want to know every person on my team i mean i don't want to be team with new people who nowadays put on their form put me with four new people i don't mind like because we have a question on the form that's like how many people would you like to be team with that you already know um and it ranges from one to four obviously because it's teams of five and most people i would say say they uh either want like to know four people or uh sorry other way around most people who sign up don't really care about who they're team with they, they trust us they trust that we'll, we'll give them a good team that they'll enjoy or they just don't really mind or they want to meet new people etc then there's a couple of people who say they want to know two people their team so they don't mind if half of their team are, are people that they're not familiar with some people say three very few people say that they want to know three people on their team or all people on their team which is good because it makes team making way easier and yeah i mean it just comes to show that like took a while for for that to really develop but yeah 
Fair enough. I mean, Blog Wars is managing it pretty well, clearly, anyways, without the checklist. So, I mean, like mm-hmm. you said, you just swap two players, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where the Minecraft event space is at this year. I think it's a good place where to like fully establish any like if tournament really wants to, wants to establish itself. I think this year is the year to do it. I know Blog Wars is already established, but you get the point I'm trying to get. At. It's mm-hmm. like it'll just be interesting to see. I I just I feel like you know if people can sometimes be too scared to branch out, and as much as it's a good thing because you have the safety in like the people you know it's also i don't know it just gets too consistent when you're seeing the same names appear in every tournament you know yep and that's why i have so much respect for block wars because i'm like yes they are doing what i wanted to see happen and they are branching out and like it doesn't mean you can't invite people who are like seen in other tournaments in the future i mean it'd be cool to see some like people who are in other tournaments finally get to play in block wars but mm-hmm. it's also a case of you're getting people who haven't played in any tournaments in block wars and it's a good balance to have kind of thing yes for sure and yeah you've hinted at rookies or sorry like uh underdogs or rookies a few times you, oh you yeah, said, you said it was after ten, right? Sorry. Yes. So next event. By the time this is yeah, up, no, upcoming. You've, you've said it. Yeah. What's wrong? With I, you? Yeah, I've said <laughs> it. Yeah. Upcoming event. By the time this is up, will be a rookies event. I did want to say rookies because I know that when rookies came out, it was a little bit controversial because um, we announced it after rising, and the way we worded it kind of made it seem like we tried to do rising because we mentioned it would have new people. Obviously, by the time that the teams came out, it was very obvious that it was not a rising event but um, that rookies is something that i've wanted to do for a while blockers i think after i think it was after block Wars six when the saikuno and five up team etc played i was like it would be so cool if we made an environment where people like this can just play and have a chance like actually like be able to play like every other minecrafter can play because in an event normally they have to compete with like super good players uh, across the board and the max placement they'll be able to get is like 20th or maybe 20 like 30th depending on how good they are where in rookies um there's just such a lower skill range that's just an environment made for the non-creator or non uh, minecrafters the variety creators that i think has really allowed them to just experience an event properly and it's paid off like it was received super well and that was also partially inspired by underdogs <laughs> mcc underdogs i mentioned it <laughs> time, time after time one of the coolest events i've ever seen and it was just because of their roster it was like mcc obviously is a fantastically well-made event i think just because they switched up the roster it already made for a super interesting uh, event to watch i hope they do it again at some point i don't know if they will but i really hope they do um so yeah that, that was that i've got some really cool event concepts i want to see happen i'm hoping that like no event does it before us because some of them like i mean one of them i think i've i've said the like shalom for instance i want this to happen in november i just <laughs> think it'd work perfectly in november so now we just kind of got hope in the next in the next months no event does it first but we'll see we'll see what happens i mean at the end of the day we've got a few so it's just about actually making them happen kind of thing you know yeah i mean as far as i'm aware at least in terms of in terms of like the big three to me which is mcc blockers and pandora's box i don't think that they will be doing many new like types of events i mean blockers isn't really planning on doing any uh spin-off events besides pride and rookies for now at least yeah. uh p i don't think pb has really ever done a, a like a non-canon event i guess i don't really think if they i don't really know if they were planning to do it because um, i think they're just mo- mostly focusing on just having the events hosted consistently that's also what the community wants yeah. and mcc already has like so many types of non-canons where they really don't need to make a new type um for now i think if they just bring back so like an underdogs uh, you know do another twitch rivals do another mcc party maybe do another scuffed obviously pride that's already like enough for the entire year so yeah i don't, I don't think you have to worry about that yeah i mean we'll see what happens at the end of the day 
Mm-hmm. Moving into the Twitter questions then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely perfect transition. Uh, I have a few here. Evan, actually, so normally I write them down, but with you, I'm kind of just going to scroll through them because you got quite a few like interesting ones. So the first one comes from uh, UB. Wolfie, oh, why Abby. are you red? Oh, Abby, sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> it's my friend, Abby, yeah. Abby. Wolfie, <laughs> why are you red? Uh, I like the color red. That's, that's, that's it. I just really like it. I mean, it, it, I feel like it's not necessarily my favorite color, but... I've always associated myself with red because I mean I guess uh, my childhood friend really liked blue and uh, or like aqua like a very 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 old friend of mine really liked the color aqua and I was like well red's kind of the opposite and I like red so then I stuck with it I mean, red's just something I attach myself to okay yeah pretty pretty easy answer uh, from Jados what has been your most proudest moment while making Block Wars teams ooh that's a really good one honestly I was when we did the Block Wars 9 roster when we had that i was on top of the world i was like holy crap <laughs> like because everything was handed to us it wasn't even a thing where like i necessarily did a really good job at team making yeah. i did put some people together but we had like you know things were just made so easy for us where i was like wow blockers is getting like the support from the player base actively wanting to play and it was just incredible like it was insane and i don't know i think my that, that's probably my proudest moment until now we've some uh, we have some stuff coming up that um i'm really looking forward to uh for example rookies too rookies too i'm very much looking forward to and uh, yeah i mean i think i think for now it's probably blockers 9 yeah i mean blockers 6 pink team was also a very uh, proud moment blockers 4 pink team which was Abe, Pete, Five Up, Fur, and Sleepy, a team of people that, I mean, Fur was like a standout player on there, but the other people signed up as duos. The combination worked so well, and still to this day, one of the best teams we've ever made. A couple of answers, I guess, but that, that's, that's pretty fair. much you it. You didn't have to just pick one. That's <laughs> good choices, though. Very, very good choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the final one comes from Fanboy Ain't. Ain't, have I said that right? I, I know Ain't. Ain't's a Black Warriors Origins player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what motivates you to continue helping with Block Wars? And what do you feel is the most difficult thing you've dealt with when organizing it? You don't have to answer the second part if you don't want to, but I'm happy. I'm, I'm interested to hear the first. Um... I can re-ask it if it feels too much in one go there what 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 motivates me is just the seeing like seeing a creation just flourish and kind of because i've seen block wars um like start from the ground up again when we did this uh, series two started seeing it from the ground up and it was just really inspiring to see the event grow and what motivates me is i mean i've been given quite a lot of creative freedom in ideas that we try out for block wars or even make happen in block wars and um these are ideas that i mean sometimes i i used to suggest them for for maybe like mcc on on like my old videos maybe these are just things uh I randomly pop up with in my head um, and it's just really cool to just have this thing that I'm in charge of for the most part work and it's just like I mean it's pretty successful and it, it's, it's really just it's kind of a loop like I put in the effort and I see the response and I'm like wow that like what a great response and I put in the effort again and I see the response it just keeps looping back and forth until maybe at some point maybe I'll get tired of it but for now no signs of stopping for me and what was the second part of the question again? What, what do you feel is the most difficult thing you've dealt with when it organizing it i think the most difficult part so far was building up the creator roster pretty much during like not the peak of mcc but when mcc was still doing pretty well which is like end of season two where it was really hard to um get people interested in another event because 
MCC was such a, I mean, still is such a like prominent event, such a good event and successful event. You can just play only MCC and be satisfied. Some players just play MCC and they don't really need anything else. So getting them uh, interested in 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 block wars, you know, something new that they've never heard of before was pretty challenging, but it worked out. I mean, early block wars was definitely a bit of a struggle, um, but over time, I mean, it's now been over a year since, uh, and things have gotten a lot easier. So not not really a problem anymore. But that that was a really big issue, and like substitutions were really hard because you know we, we'd have like a roster where um we'd make the teams and they're pretty strong, and you know we have most of the newcomers are like weaker players, and like all the substitutes are really good players, and then last minute one of the weaker players drops out. Who do we put there? We don't have any weaker players left, and that's definitely like a stress moment that we we've had to deal with a couple of times. But yeah, I mean, thankfully nowadays not much of a worry anymore. But yeah. With that being said, then Wolfie, that, that sadly brings the end of this inside MC. Did I? Uh, uh, did I pull it off? World record longest podcast on this channel? Uh, it's been like three hours almost. This has been a two and a half hour recording. The Fruit Berries one we recorded for I think about three hours and ten minutes. So I mean, no it's not going to almost. be. Almost. Well, it's going to be one enough. of the longer ones, definitely. It's going to be up there with one of the longer ones. Not world record. Might be t- it's definitely top ten I reckon. So <laughs> I mean, hey, that's good. who knows maybe in the future if you're interested, if you enjoyed this one, not to put you on the spot here, once everything happens with Block Wars, all the interest and stuff I mean, I could always bring you back on and then come Combine the two podcasts, and then technically it becomes the world's longest one. So, <laughs> on a technicality, I mean, sure. I mean, hey, if if something insane happens, uh, you know, and you want to want to have a little chat, then feel free to reach out, and we'll see if it's uh, possible. I, I don't know if if, if Black Wars blows the the heck up at the end of this year, you know, suddenly we have like Ludwig playing every event. Yeah, feel free to reach out again. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're interested, not to put you on the spot, you know. So yeah, no, that's fine. I, I I'd be done if there if there is enough to talk about. Yeah, sure. Before I do the outro here, then uh, I'd like to give the opportunity for you to promote wherever you like as long as it's not like an ad deal or a sponsorship you can you can go ahead and promote yourself where can we find you where can we find block wars if if you if you're interested in doing that where can we find like wolfie mogul mail which i mean i guess this was technically just an entire wolfie mogul mail video so we didn't really need to talk about Mm -hmm. that but yeah promote wherever you like um subscribe to wolfie and wolfie extras uh best content on youtube Mm -hmm. yep totally (laughs) uh (laughs) uh and uh my twitter uh at wolfie but the l is a capital why and then that's all you need for the rest you'll you'll see the the streams uh, appear at some point at one point yeah they'll, they'll randomly appear at some point i don't know <laughs> whenever whenever wolfie feels like going live have notifications well, on and there you whatever go. team's gonna know or like uh, prediction uh, streams or all that kind of jazz or like an event happens or maybe if i can find something to stream that uh you know <laughs> just anything that works <laughs> mm-hmm. well then wolfie thank you so much for coming on you've been an mm-hmm. amazing guest thank you all for watching yeah. This has been Inside MC. Don't eat too much bread. Pieces. Mm-hmm.